You, you should just Lance keep your mouth shut so that you don't say anything. <laughs> shut up and sit down. Happy cycling is safe cycling. I think I'll go for a ride. Take the bike out of the shed. Make a fresh start. Get out of my head. Before we start cycling, we have to prepare. First of all, you need suitable clothing that can soak up the sweat. A little boy on a mission, like the Tour de France. No, don't cycle drunk or stoned. I was a king, the bike, the road, and me. I think I'll go for a ride. You are listening to Dialed Podcast 118 with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Heffler, and Jake Von Turing. I will always cherish the initial misconceptions I had about these knuckleheads. Enjoy the show. Prepare the body for biking. Make it warm, hot, and steamy. Ready to go. If you reach a uh, pedestrian crossing, then you have to stop, even if these persons are very ugly or old. Some days I'm Sean Kelly. Some days I'm David Byrne, peddling through Dublin town or in Portland, Oregon. If you want to pass someone, use your bell. Pass him and say thank you. When you ride the frontier between nature and mankind, I think I'll go for a ride. I think I'll go for a ride. <laughs> what if you become very light in your head? I myself always have an emergency potato in my pants. And when I get hungry on the road, I just cook it. Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I am Jake Fondering, and I'm here with Lance Hepler. Lance Romance, right here in studio. In studio. So here I am. Does the does the mustache like protect you like a mask would? Yeah, it's uh it's it's seriously ridiculous at its level right hey, now. Did <laughs> you yes. just get that mustache? It's brand new. <laughs> Did we- we would stop stay by. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll tell. We'll talk about it in the back pedal. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about it in the back pedal. He is looking slightly more clean shaven everywhere it's else a, right now. Did you clean up yesterday? Oh no, I have to shave the rest of my face almost uh, every other day. Yeah. Does your hair grow that fast? Really? Well, it's just it doesn't really grow that fast. Maybe every other. It's just got to look it's clean. Been mustache yeah. talk. The, mu- the mustache. <laughs> the talk mustache just has to pop. Doctor Lance Epler. Right away. Have you we measured it yet? Right. No, I haven't. Uh, but look at how long those pointy things are. We'll get are. you some rulers. Don't worry. But, I think like, if you were to measure, measure those, you're getting pretty darn close to about three inches with a curl. Yeah. Have you tried the yeah. fisticuff wax? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have. He has I have fist, this is, yeah. That's what's in it right now. The fisticuff wax? I've got death grip wax. Okay, good. And then fisticuff wax. It's a little bit softer, okay. the fisticuff Depends wax. on it's your not, day. Yeah, so you have to kind of gauge what kind of What event, kind of day is it going to be? What, it's going to be a <laughs> death grip day or a fisticuff. I love how the name are so fantastic yeah. of the mustache I wax. I know. Okay. So you're using like a hair dryer and a yes. curling iron, some yeah. hairspray, yeah. some wax. Correct. Keep going. Nice. <laughs> I have to use all of it. He's going to have to use some like like something to stabilize it here at some point once it gets uh, long enough. Yeah. Like some actual like beams or something. My wife can't actually get within like two feet of me anymore. She's just like, she just looks away in disgust. <laughs> all right. oh, poor Brandy. Yeah. Oh, this is awesome. Two lances right, Evan Price. So today I'm drinking LaCroix Pamplemousse. How in God's name do you pronounce that? Nailed it. Did I? Okay, good. Pamplemousse. Yeah. So how would one describe Pamplemousse as a flavor? Um, I don't Pample-y. know. Pamply. Pamply. Yeah. Got a lot of pample to it. Moosey. Right. <laughs> it's got, it's or do got you use moose on moose. your mustache too? <laughs> no. <laughs> it I, tastes I like Lance's mustache. Oh. <laughs> Hard pass. 
All right, everybody else, lemon, lemon Kirkland, Jake, lime Kirkland. Yeah, oh, and nice. coffee. And uh-huh. coffee. Yeah. So. When's that check coming in? Yeah. I don't know. I think Kirkland okay. caught wind of us drinking LaCroix and stopped carrying the yeah. good LaCroix at Costco, and they're forcing uh, us to start buying these Kirklands moose. again, and they're holding our stupid check. Too much Pample Moose. <laughs> <laughs> Devin's right. Matt Legrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? Are you guys getting tired of the in- this intro? Nope. You're not- no, this is my no. favorite no, intro no by No far. one's tired of the mustache. No, 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 no one's tired of the There are people tired of the mustache. I know. Brandy told me on the ride yesterday. Yeah, she's like... She's like, he gets no kisses from me. <laughs> There's been no kissing in like been two months. Trouble in paradise. How many, times, how many times you've woke up in the middle of the night with her standing over with you with a pair of scissors? <laughs> that hasn't happened Clippers yet. or something. like. No, it's because she knows that if she takes the curls out, it's going to look even worse. Oh, the curls hold it when together. I, when I brush, oh, we got to stop talking about this. <laughs> no, we do not. <laughs> Randy, your only chance is if Cyclocross is canceled this season, then he might shave it. But yeah. other than that, it's not going to get What I'm threatening to do is actually shave my head yeah. so that Ooh. I look even more ridiculous. Oh, you'd look more like the fisticuffs guy because yeah, he's yeah. bald, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, that'd be perfect. Shaved head, stupid mustache. Let's, let's do it. Yeah. Can can we do like a side-by-side of you and the fisticuffs guy? You have to be in the exact same <laughs> position and shave your head. I think we should. I think we need to do that. What accessories can you add to that? I mean, uh, you got other facial hair that you can add on um, there. You've got like, like trousers that you can pulled hang. up high. Boxing so gloves. <laughs> Boxing gloves. Yeah. But like the really old ones that are barely right. gloves. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Maybe. All right. How about some lead out? Nah, let's, let's wait for that. We've got Jake flustered already this morning. This me, yeah. beautiful. Doesn't take much. We're, we're going a little bit early. Today's <laughs> Memorial Day. Mustache. Got up way too early this morning. Yeah. Now, you guys were talking about some stuff that I wanted to hear more about this whole Lance Armstrong thing, but uh, we'll get to that in a moment. Let's do some backpedaling. Evan, go. Um. Okay. I rode two hills a large amount of times. <laughs> <laughs> because um, I'm training for an Everest attempt at the end of June, and I've heard to train for that, you probably need to climb a lot. Probably. Yeah. A little bit. So, how, many, yeah. how, how much like elevation did you get? Did you end up getting 10 yesterday? No, or nothing what? crazy. No, so next weekend's going to be a lot more elevation okay. gain. Uh, this weekend was just getting a taste for descending and climbing. So Did you get nine? You had to have gotten yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, I think nine, I got nine. Almost 10. On, okay. um, and then... Saturday, I went out to Blanford. Everybody knows Blanford here, right? Mm-hmm. That was actually a pretty shallow climb, which I liked because it kind of like got the legs warmed up. Yeah, I think I did that it's like not steep. No, I think I did like 20, 25 times, something like that. But that descent, you fun. can bomb that descent. Yeah, I really like that descent. Yeah, because that's something I need to work on is just descending. So, How much eg did you get out of Blanford? Um, I think I got six thousand feet out okay. of Blanford. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which ended up being a lot of reps. That's a, that's a nice climb. I like it that is. climb. Yeah, it's fun. And, and I was kind of there. Pretty. There were two sections out where I would go harder each time, so I just treated it like intervals, yeah. basically. Yeah. But um, well, you yeah. guys have picked a pretty good hill. It's got the right grade, I think, for you lightweights over there. Yes, the um, hill that they picked is forced home. It is perfect. Now yeah. you're going to be doing it at a time of the year where you could be seeing some pretty high temperatures. So yeah. a, mm-hmm. another reason why that's a good road is because there's really good canopy cover from Great. the trees. So yeah. it's going to be protected. It's so. it, it's funny. Really, me and me and me and Tonk while we were going up and down. It, I I almost felt like we were two like women about to get married talking about like a dress. You know, and just like <laughs> no, when you see the dress. That was a comment I made to Tonk because I was like, I think you just know when you do the climb if this is the <laughs> this right is, climb uh, for it. Tonk was equally excited about it. We we were giddy about that climb. He was like, yeah, yeah. this is perfect. You know, I, yeah. was, I was enjoying talking to him about that. We lo- <laughs> it's it's because me, me and Tonk are similar types of climbers where we like to be able to move around the saddle, get in and out of the saddle. We like steep bits, you know. So 
we're, we're not like Tonk would be a little bit more of a power climber, but I need a lo- a little bit longer climb, and it's close to a mile, which is great. I think it's like 0.86, and it's over 10% gradient average, which is exactly the kind of elevation gain you need, and it's not a crazy descent. It's yeah. fast. Like, you're going fast, and you got to slam on the brakes at the end, but outside of that, it's great. So Yeah. The only thing that would make that better would be the, uh, the bottom. Like, that stop yes. sign, yeah. you hit that pretty fast, pretty we, quick. We had the so we were talking about this before we turned on the podcast. We Tonk had found there was a dead squirrel on the side of the road, and we found that if you braked right at the dead squirrel, uh, you, was about right. It was perfect. You could you could hit the turn right. So somebody moved the dead squirrel though during our repeats, and then, then know, we had to find a new spot. You, so. you know what it was. When I rode up there yesterday, there uh, was a turkey vulture sitting in the tree. Uh, he the got bottom. the squirrel. The, the turkey vulture, turkey vulture. took the, uh, there you go. Took the up your, tree. Mess up your climb. Yeah. Man. Yeah, spray paint it. Squirrel. Maybe we put should. some markers on there so you know. I may bring a cone out, actually, just so we know. Uh, I mean, I have I've neon green cones, so it may be. Well, yeah. Or you just put some spray paint on the road spray and it doesn't go easy. away. Or yeah. signage that says cyclist on the road. That too. Be careful. Yeah. And yeah. just put the sign right where we need to break, <clears> yeah. too. Yeah. Be smart. But yeah. Sounds exhilarating, Evan. You had a fantastic weekend of just awesome route planning and epic (laughs) adventures. I would not call it either of those things, but (laughs) it was a lot of miles written. But uh, uh, on Saturday, the only exciting thing in my life happened on Saturday was Cassie did a almost solo half Ironman. She was with Jen Cotton for the swim and the bike, and then she did the run by herself. That's Good cool. job, Cassie. Wow. Solo half Ironman. She had a killer. Sw- I mean, everybody here who knows Cassie knows she swam in high school. You know, was was a swimmer growing up, so it's no surprise that she swims fast. But yeah. she had a great swim that day. Came out in good spirits. Went on the ride. Um, they did a ride up through Ridgefield, which is just due yeah. north of Vancouver Lake, yeah. basically. It's a good route, but has some punchy climbs. So that was that is, tough. It is climbing. Yeah, yeah. It was it was tough. And she came back, was feeling awesome. Uh, me and Ryan were at both transits. Uh, Ryan Cotton being Jen's Jen's husband, uh, were at both transitions for them. Made sure the pretzels were out, the shoes were there, and all that. Cassie's very organized with how she transitions, so she got it done. And then basically, um, uh, she went out on the run and was going to go out to Vancouver Lake and back, which is an amazingly boring run from our house, but. It is very flat and good yeah. in that sense. So she went all the way out to Frenchman's Bar, turned around, and came back. And that, that almost put her exactly at a half marathon. Wow. Hmm. Um, I, we, we had a system where I was basically at Vancouver Lake. This was after my hill repeats because I did the hill repeats while she was out on the bike in Ridgefield. And then I would do an interval at Vancouver Lake. It would take me exactly between 18 and 20 minutes. Come back, give her water, give her Red Bull, give her pretzels. And then do another interval, come back. So it was every like eighteen minutes she was getting something <laughs> in. But but yeah, she she trucked through and did an awesome job. She was only like a couple minutes off of what she did last year in Santa Cruz for her half marathon run, which is awesome on a non race wow. day. Yeah, yeah. So good for her. Yeah, Man, she, job, she had a great day. Mm-hmm. So she must be training pretty well. Are you coaching yeah. her a little bit? I mean, yeah. You know, it's I I put together her coaching plan and we do it together and. There's there's a lot of things that we factor in with that too, but yeah, yeah, I like. She sent me workouts. I need to get on the jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, yeah those were those were those were fun. I should, try, I should try training. We can. <laughs> <laughs> I hear I heard it helps. Gonna come out to Forest Home with us. We can put that in your training yeah. plan. Put it in there. Yeah, awesome. Matt, you want a backpedal? Sure. Yeah, I I did go out to Forest Home yesterday, and I did one of Tonk's uh, hill climbs. That hurt pretty bad. 
it was a tough way to warm up. And then <laughs> I, it was really like one. It was like one and a half because we climbed up the first one and I was like breathing like really like I was just like you know, you know throwing up in my mouth a little bit like hanging over my handlebars and I was like you go you you go ahead and descend and I'll just catch up with you. I'll turn around. <laughs> it's, it's totally like that. Laid down in the ditch. But, but before I did that, I um I grabbed I had my camera stuff. I actually drove over there and I pulled out camera stuff and I flew the drone in the the trees that you mentioned. The canopy is is dense and it is hard to get drone footage. So I don't think I did very well on that, um, but I probably got a couple little clips or whatever to use at some point whenever I need to. Got a cool one of us riding on either side of yeah, you. Yeah, that one time. will turn out pretty well. That was in like every cool cycling movie ever. Yeah, I, like I haven't it. looked at all that stuff just yet, but I think it'll turn out decently. Mm -hmm. But as I was like waiting for you guys to climb up, I met uh, Tonk's wife, Annie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I was like, I don't think we've met yet. And she was like, yeah, you know, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, um, she's awesome, by yeah, the way. Yeah, super cool. She's so fun. <laughs> and uh, she saw the minivan, and she looked, and she saw the, the, the kids' car seats, and she was like, do you have grandkids? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, I totally played it off. Like I, didn't hear, like, I didn't hear her say that. I played it off like I didn't hear her say that, and I was that. like, yeah, yeah, I got, got three kids, you know, and I was like, <laughs> I looked at her, and I said, so, teen pregnancy is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Annie is like, I don't know if she's like five or six months pregnant yeah. or something like that. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. She yeah. just entered her third trimester. <laughs> I know. She's, she not, she's like not a teenager. No. no. But she, she's so small. She looks like she ate a burrito. I know. Yeah, it's just, I, I got know. that little burrito. She's a very bowl. small yeah. frame. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that hurt. She, she jabbed her back. I like that. No, I didn't actually. Do <laughs> okay. I didn't actually say that. It just took <laughs> me. thought it. It took me like 24 hours to come up with that. <laughs> that's so awesome. Oh, yeah. that's, Yes. <laughs> Annie, that is hilarious. I love it. I know. <laughs> it was great. She was, yeah. She, she she was an absolute champ. She got really good at the handouts. You know, it was nice. Is she just had a having, system down. Totally, like having someone there. I think it's going to be half the battle is having support Absolutely. for the yeah. the actual yeah. event. Me and Tonk didn't realize how hard. Just the way Force Home is structured, it's so steep in the beginning. It is not easy to like get food in during that climb. There's no. really not a comfortable place where you can be like, all right, now's the time where we eat. Like you could. I think if you the slow middle. down on the climb, and the middle you can't. Yeah, because yeah. it's steep and then it it eases up and then it's and yep. you just need to probably probably eat something really small like a bite each exactly. climb or something so, like that. Exactly. Are you guys in a trying to do this in a certain amount of time, or are you just trying to do it? They're saying no, but they are doing it in a certain. They're trying to do it in a certain amount of time. Yeah. I uh, yeah. So they're lying only to we, us. We are <laughs> just trying to get it done. But I know me and Tonk are really happy with our finish right now i know when tonk hits the end of june and we're doing the same we're gonna want to go fast but not i think that we got we we understand that pacing is important during it so mm -hmm. it's gonna be and but but sub know. 12 hours i think is yes, like absolutely. i think that's kind of like absolutely in my yeah. mind would be i want to go sub 11 but okay. sub yeah. 12 is what somewhere in there sure right we want so to. yeah you're not going eight hours, but you're not going to be. Eight, dude. You're not going to be up no. there for oh my God. eighteen hours. Yeah. If you want to give me one of those e-bikes, we could do it then. <laughs> I think I think that'd be go. my only chance. I'll come ever with you for with an e-bike. Oh yeah. No, I uh, actually think it would I be hard. genuinely <laughs> would like like if anybody wants to bring out their own bike, do some laps, and then grab the e-bike. Please do. Do the e-bike e company Lance, because company I, will I bet be you you will give up at some point. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I would. You'll be like, first of all, I can't descend with these guys. They're still going down fast. <laughs> Second of all, the e-bike runs out of battery some point. <laughs> at some point. It's a twelve-hour ride. It's not going to last that long. Oh, how so. many miles is it going to end up being? Um, I think Tonk said hundred and six, but I would need to check. Okay. I think. 
Yeah, those e-bikes probably have on that climb maybe a good forty or fifty miles in them <laughs> right. at most. I mean, that, it might even be a stretch. And then, to, but if we have multiple e-bikes, then it's game oh, on. Okay. <laughs> After that, can you imagine being like, "Oh, I got to haul this, you know, fifty-pound bike. How, how much do those bikes weigh?" They're heavy, oh, right? Oh, God, yeah. But, uh, 50, 60-pound bike up that hill. Just oh, depends on great. Yeah. It's like right in the middle, and your car's at the top. <laughs> so you got like, like, <laughs> They're like 30 or 35 pounds. Oh, there. Depends on the make and the yeah. model, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. We'll, we'll get you a heavy. We'll get you we're heavy. We're hoping my going to be much less than half that weight. <laughs> so. It's going to be a t- it's gonna be a tandem. <laughs> what else, Matt? What else did you do this past week? Um, this morning, I ran the Memorial Mile. Yeah. Excellent. Wow. Yep. Which is just loops around the cul-de-sac. I think it... Whatever it was, I told you, like guys, last yep. sixteen, 16 or something. Yeah. Sixteen. We did that again. I love Memorial that you did Day that today. Cul-de-sac because in my head, that's such hilarious. a short. It's such a small cul-de-sac. Oh, it's hilarious! And our neighbors come out and do it, and we're like, "Yeah, this is a party." We turn music on. It's awesome. That's so cool. We did that. I love your neighborhood. Your neighborhood's so it's many a, fun people. It's a party. It's got the party hood. Yep. It's a little dangerous because it's always a party. So. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So other than that, I'm super swamped with work right now, and so yeah, not getting to exercise much bummer yeah just you know putting extra extra little notches in the belt and yeah. just loosen it up and okay let her go we just got hours <laughs> with fork out three times a week okay that's, that's what i need. yeah that's what i need to that's do all we need and then one weekend ride for fun that's yep. all cool good plan yep. lance yes uh my week actually ended up having a pretty big week i took three days off but i Didn't i rode four days i still did almost 16 hours and 250 Jeez. miles or something like that so how'd you ride as much as i did and took three days off because my rides were like 50 Monster miles rides. 55 miles 80 miles and 65 miles they were all a, big, a ton of climbing long, on each one longer too. rides yeah, yeah. So yeah, had had a couple of solo days that were great, uh, but the uh, the the big ride we ended up doing this uh, kind of big gravel adventure that Jake and I have been talking about for the last couple weeks um, around Larch Mountain. Yeah. That so, looked awesome. I saw a video clip on Instagram, maybe. Yeah, I, don't know what I, it was. I filmed a couple things on. Who all did you have with you? It was me and Jake and Mike Guy Van. Okay. And Chris Surratt came up from. Oh, wow. Wow. It's been all so long Albany, since I've yep. seen Chris. That's yeah. awesome. He went yeah. out with you guys. We we were trying to keep the group small. I mean, four yep. of us was good, and we haven't ridden with Chris since training camp. And he was like, "Hey, I got clearance." For from the wife and kids, I'm coming yeah. up. So we he's a big family, right? He's got two kids. Two kiddos. Yep. Did you, did you guys do Larch, Oregon side or Washington? Washington side. Because there's trails on both sides. Yeah. That's so confusing. Yeah. So we actually started here at the at the lab, um, but uh, it, it takes 20 miles to get to where the gravel starts. But right. there's a there's a 36 mile gravel loop in around that area that we had kind of devised that I found on ride with GPS and then I modified a little bit we ended up it ended up being a bit of an adventure we ended up riding on some mountain bike trails yeah <laughs> to connect a couple things although we realized afterwards that we didn't have to you could have stayed on gravel roads but uh-huh. it was super fun to ride the mountain bike trails except yeah. for Jake's shoulder it was not oh, good yeah. for because we were on on gravel bikes we're everybody was super bikes. happy about that except for my shoulder except yeah for my shoulder was shoulder. flying the bird the whole time <laughs> yeah Jake was happy his shoulder not so much <laughs> but big big long climbs big long descents there was like an eight mile descent and there was oh. like a seven mile climb with like 2500 feet um 
That's and you guys had a beautiful day too. It it was um, I don't know. Misty. That was Saturday. It was Sunday. Saturday. Was, Sunday was more. Oh my bad. Yeah. Yours. Well, overcast. Well, sa- but Saturday, good temperature. Like like it was a good day to ride. For climbing, it was excellent. Yeah. I was starting to get like once you Jake get up there on the very descent. top, oh, yeah. it was kind of cool. I mean, I had to, I had to wear a cap actually on the descent. Yeah. So I didn't think about I think that. I was yeah, the only one Saturday. who opted for just a, a regular yeah. jersey, and yeah. then I wore a vest over that, and yeah. I was a little chilled. But did you wear a skull cap or no skull cap? Yeah, I, I always wear a skull cap. Yeah. But um. Yeah. You know, I, it, it was never to the point where like, oh my god, I can't do this anymore. I was like, oh, I, I'm just kind of cold. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're we're all looking around right now because uh, we're at the lab and there's some movers moving some equipment in, and there might be some background noise here. But that's background the, noise we, is part back, of the game. That's part of the game. Yeah. So. No, I, I don't think good. it'll. I don't think it'll pick up on Mike. We'll see. If we but, get one of the movers to come on the show with us. Huh? <laughs> it would be funny. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> But yeah, the ride was fantastic. It was six hours for me, and I completely cracked at mile at hour four. So the last two hours were fairly ugly for me. Wow. <laughs> and, and good thing we saved yeah. the biggest, longest climb for the very end of the ride. It, we had it was like a it was a twenty five hundred foot climb, yeah. like seven and a half miles, and we all kind of started together, and these guys beat me up by. 15 minutes or something like that? No, it wasn't that much. Was it that much? No. I, I don't know. But I know that I completely cracked. I fell apart. Well, my guy then took the KOM. And we didn't even know. Yeah. We weren't even really exactly. going. And Chris Surratt, was, he was a few minutes ahead of me because – I don't, that guy's just on another planet in terms of his fitness. And, and Guy Van's just a beast to begin with. So I'm yeah. trying to keep up with these guys. And they, they ride away from me. I'm like, great. I didn't have the ride loaded on my GPS. Yeah. So I came to probably – two intersections i think it was and i'm like standing there like oh crap which way am i supposed to go i'm looking for like tracks trying to like sleuth this out and and then i just waited for lance and like yelling back to him hey which I'm, way and he I'm starts pointing, pointing directions i'm, pointing I'm like all right to go. <laughs> like, truck up to the next one and i'm like crap here we go again here's so. another intersection yeah so yeah the ride was fantastic that loop great gravel loop not easy but beautiful country yeah um yeah we had it is amazing back there it is amazing back there so we had we had a good day. I don't know what else, what else would you say about that ride, Jake. There's some strange people out there. Oh, really? <laughs> kind of found strange some, people. Found some interesting folks. Oh, lots of people like shooting the guns. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh, one of the. It was a Saturday, and it's like National Forest, and yeah. so people yeah. can shoot guns. There was the, the last climb we did. Every pullout had somebody firing guns. It sounded like the Fourth of July here in Clark County, where we live. It's a, it's it's legal to fire yep. off fireworks. And on yep. 4th of July, it sounds like a war zone here. Yeah. That's yep. what it sounded like coming up the, those last climbers. And you're just like, whoa. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just always got... scared I'm going to catch. Like, a bullet. Yeah. Yeah. I've gone running in Alabama a lot, obviously. Yeah. It's like, I'm just so scared I'm going <laughs> to catch up. Yeah. yeah. And I love trails and gravel roads yeah. and stuff like that. It's just like, yeah. I'm going to get killed. Where's Ranger Dan? Because there were signs posted everywhere. No shooting. There no were. target practice. None of this no, no, stuff. No. And it's just like. But if you're riding bikes, you're spraying much more. So, you know, it's not nearly as dangerous as a gunshot. Definitely founded upon himself to kick us out of the forest a few weeks Thanks ago. Ranger Dan. But yeah. it's okay to go back there and yeah, he wasn't there. Fire to off a hundred rounds. Oh, he, oh, you know what? I did see him. He was busy handing out parking tickets. Yeah, <laughs> there, there's a trailhead at the top of one of the climbs, and there must have been fifty cars. Like, there was was that? Was, like, that what, was that the Vista trailhead? Vista yeah, Grouse? we're yeah, in the middle of yeah. freaking That's nowhere. That's when we turned around and, when we did ours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. middle uh-huh. of nowhere, and there's just. There were a ton of cars, cars. there too. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh! There were cars must be a pretty spectacular place. On the side, all the way yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And I was reading, well, I had to ask Lance what the name of the trailhead was, and I went on there and researched, mm-hmm. and I thought, well, maybe I can take my wife up here and kids, we can go hiking. And it's a beautiful hike. It, it seems like pretty nice, but there's reports of still snow on the ground. People are reporting like the first oh, really? like the first miles pretty sketchy. Then you get past that, but you're gonna find like snow on the ground and yada yada yada. I'm like, oh wow, it's 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 up there. It's so it's up there. The, that yeah. goes to talk about the temperature up there, but chilly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there was a ranger passing out tickets for not having a Discover Pass. We saw a, yeah. a, a, a gaggle of raptors. Is that what what you call a bunch of raptors? <laughs> gaggle. Yeah. A gaggle. Oh yeah, Ford Raptor trucks. That's what oh, he's talking gotcha. about. There was, was like a, a club. There was like a club. There literally was like a dozen of them. No, there was more than that. Was there more than There's about 20 of these trucks. They were all like How did they fit up there? Well, they well, all no, went not, a, not that, oh. that trailhead. It was a different spot. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But they were like four-wheeling together. Yeah, they had like this little <laughs> obstacle course set up and they're all oh, lined cool. up and they were all just taking turns and they're out there like cheering their buddies on and they're driving oh, over awesome. stumps and rocks and we're like, yeah, go Raptors. <laughs> I want to get a Raptor now. <laughs> yeah. Those trucks are pretty awesome. They are, yeah. I went riding by the group and I went, Am I winning? Because I was obviously dead last yeah. like, on a climb. <laughs> Am I winning? And they're like, oh, no, dude, you're way behind. Like, somebody, somebody give me a ride. Yeah. Can I jump at the Raptor? <laughs> Please can I jump at the Raptor? It's like heckling the, what was that that college that we were heckling when we were on our run? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. The, yes, the group above there has already State. caught like four yeah. fish. <laughs> so Portland State had come out to the yeah. lake and we were heckling them. Yeah, that's funny. <clears throat> oh, man. Oh, kids. Oh, that's too Beautiful funny. ride, beautiful anyway, day. It was a great day. We had a good time. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. The next day, uh, Sunday, ended up being a beautiful, gorgeous day yes. here. That's where uh, Jake ran into Evan and and we ran Prom- into Matt. Promptly gave me the middle finger yeah. as he was Jake, riding He was by going me. to do hill repeats. <laughs> but uh, I was sitting, I was, I was wrecked that night. After that gravel ride, oh, yeah. I was, it was, you ever have one of those days where you know you just overdid it and yeah. your body is not right? That was me all night, Saturday night. I couldn't sleep. I was Ooh. so tired I couldn't sleep. My yeah. my resting heart rate, which is usually around 50, was 75 Ooh. that day. Oh, you did some bad. damage, man. Yeah. Your whoop was angry at you. It was angry. So I woke up that morning. My whoop said... Seven percent recovered. It's a, it's a record. It, it's it's record. one of my lowest ever recovery days. Oh, you've gone seven before. I've, I've gone five before. Five percent. Yeah. Five percent. Yeah. So just <laughs> did that's not like, feel good. That's like you had that that's and like, did you the even flu. sleep? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, Were you sleeping? We're not sure actually. <laughs> so I'm sitting in my office at my desk thinking, okay, I just want. It's gonna be a beautiful day. I want to go out for like. 15 spin. miles, just spin my legs. And as I'm thinking that, I get a text from Jake. Hey. Do you want to go out for an hour or two and see what happens? After already denying my text in our group. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to do forest home repeats. No. And I think, I'm like, I think yes. your response was just no. I, I don't think you even gave an explanation. No. Just no. no. <laughs> so I just responded immediately to Jake. Yes, I do. And so we both ended up leaving like 15 minutes later. <laughs> Whoa, what's going on here? I don't know. Something's Shoot blowing stuff up. stuff and phones Matt's, are ringing. Oh, sorry. Matt's massive barrel Matt, riot. Matt, my Matt phone just attacked me. <laughs> no, <laughs> Matt was playing with his, his face that. mask. Oh, that's such a cool and My Alabama phone, face and mask. And it like slipped out of his hand. This is sorry. why we have to be live. That would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's got an Alabama face mask. Roll Tide. Yeah, Roll Tide. <laughs> but anyway, we Jake and I headed out to do like an hour or two. And here's what I don't understand. Four hours later and 65 miles, I finally got home. So I just never stopped. But 
So I don't understand out. how you were like, we got let's do an easy day, and then you're like, well, let's go over the river, and it's gonna that's that's <laughs> well, you're was, already you're already you're like already that's a three hour that's yeah. a three hour ride right yeah. there. Well, so for my house, the plan was okay. Me and Jake met up. We were gonna keep it flat. I ended up doing okay. 3,500 feet of elevation. Yeah. You at least in KOM hunt, yeah. right? No. Okay, good. <laughs> so we're gonna keep it flat. We're gonna keep it easy. We rode um, out towards uh, Vancouver, and instead of going mm-hmm. Vancouver Lake, we decided we were going to go into North Portland um, to do a flat loop at Kelly Point Loop. We were going to do this flat yeah. loop out there just to kind of keep it flat. Well, we get in North Portland, and me and Jake are like, hey, let's go to Chris Hannell's house. He lives over here. Let's just go stop by and see what he's doing. Paging Dr. Hannell. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we find his address. We ride to his house. And, um, so you guys had not been there before. You were just like, I had, yeah. I had Jake his address. Had, we just had, loaded it up, yeah. yeah. But we ride to his house. We knock on the door. And his wife comes out. And he's like, oh, Chris is going to be so upset. He missed you guys. He's out on a ride with Kylie, his daughter. Yeah, which is awesome. And, yeah, so they were out. They were delivering eggs to uh, a brother-in-law. Oh, I saw like that. that. They're like with their backpacks yeah, yeah. with the egg yeah, delivery, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. They have, she they first answered the door. She's like, who is this guy at that the door. Yeah. Who is it? So I don't know like, this guy. Sorry, love, we don't want to buy tickets to the carnival. I love how I love how grown like cyclists like us answer like, like somebody's wife lights the door and be like, "Can Chris come play?" Yeah, yeah. Like, that's totally what it is. <laughs> exactly what it was. But we're, like. I mean, Jake and I were fully dialed, kitted up, so she knew yeah. and she recognized Jake immediately. And I have met her several times, but because my mustache is so offensive. <laughs> She was scared to death for the she, first like five seconds. No, she <laughs> couldn't quite place me. And oh yeah, you could tell. Well, he had she's his helmet like, on and his, his big glasses, so that covers like the bulk of his head. So all you've really got is a nose and, and this giant mustache and yeah. chin. Yes. She's like, "Who in the world is this guy?" This is the only way people like, will be able to recognize you now. So yes. you have to keep it. Kind of sounds like Lance, but who is that? <laughs> so, ten, five minutes in the conversation, she also just looks at me and she goes, "Is that mustache new?" <laughs> 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 Did you just tape that on? <laughs> I'm like, no. This took me. This took me six months to grow. Do you have any idea how long I worked on this? How long I worked. I just and then she just laughed hysterically at herself because it it was so ridiculous that she didn't recognize me because the mustache was so bad. And and I said that's exactly why I have the mustache is because this it is, makes people. laugh. This is why. This is why. Yeah. Is because it makes people laugh. So. It was. It, we had a great exchange with uh, Dr. Handel's wife. <laughs> so. She's got to have a sense of humor. Oh, yeah. She she was not, I've never met her, but I assume if she's married to that guy. <laughs> yes. She, she puts to. up with a lot of stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, from that point, me and Jake, we tried to go find Handel. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's, like, looking him up on the phone, find out exactly where he and Kylie are at. And she's giving us, like, addresses. And we're like, all right, we're going to try and do the route in reverse and see if we can like you know intercept him somewhere along the way which included the germantown road climb oh so that's, a, that's actually that's harder than any of the climbs around here i would say germantown's so. long germantown's a long climb it, what is yeah. it? three miles or three something? miles three and a half miles I mean, something like that yeah. that's it's probably not, it's not it's, ridiculously steep at any oh point, it's not though, but I it is like long. there's a couple tiny little pitchy stuff but it's yeah. a good grade i mean it is it's a fun climb i like yeah. that whole beautiful area. That, that's yeah, it is awesome you know what's better than the climb what the, the descent. descent yeah i can see that yeah i don't know there's kind of a stop at the end right like you come down and it yeah 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 because it has a hard like yeah. right well you there are a couple little right sketch there. things when you're coming down there's a lot of places for cars yeah. to pull out and there's uh, people that yep. you know could be on the trails on the trails and walking across the road and we saw it all yeah <laughs> so you can't hammer it too much but but yes we rode up germantown we got we rode along skyline a little bit and then realized oh, we're not going to go find handle and we're w- out jake's <laughs> 
I'll let him tell that story. But we were overdue, and we were in. We were. 30 miles from home, yeah. and we were overdue at that point. So. And you guys don't want Kylie to drop you. Like, you don't want to slow her down. <laughs> she's, she's trying to get a good train down there. Lance's need to be slowing <laughs> Kylie down. <laughs> well, so Jake and I said, okay, we need to turn around and head back. And then, and then we rode all the way back to Vancouver and then all the way over to Forest Home in Camas to catch Tonk on his very last hill repeat. Which I couldn't even hang with. Which I think point. I think he's picked up the pace on the last one because yeah. I hung with him on one of them, and I don't. I think if if he was doing it a little bit more mellow, you would have been fine. Yeah, it was just funny that I think he was excited that it was his last one, and yeah. I think he was probably excited that we showed up. He just yeah, had some people, people to ride with, up. you know. He yeah. worked up a little bit. <laughs> he he actually had a goal that he wanted to do the the 10k, and then he wanted on the last one to. I'm sorry, I'm blowing Tong's cover here. He wanted to go after Nell's KOM, actually on the last one. Over, so. On Nell's KOM? Nell's KOM on the last so, one. 506 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he still put out an awesome But he effort, missed but it by like 15 seconds yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't so, much. He no. went up wow. with us on the last one, but and then he Nels, went back and did one more for good measure. I got a lot of respect for Nell's effort there. That I mean, so, he had a, one heck of a ride up that. Yeah. So you think Tong could get that? Oh, yeah. Oh, if he was fresh. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. By a lot, yeah. But be, he should do it. But that's for, a good. That's a nice one to have for, for Nell's age range or just anybody climbing that. Yeah, Nell's is sixteen strong, years old. Held yeah. three hundred and sixty watts up that thing and put Very up. The, strong. I mean, his that's size insane. is. Yeah. Oh yeah, watts per kilogram is pretty solid. Right exactly. Now, but, yeah. 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 He did an awesome job. I just think climb. the Tonk has a little bit more. In the, yeah. in the engine bank, if I you did, will. I did feel bad that we were basically just we we were using. Sorry, Sean. We were using Sean's Metrics. laps as like our metronome. Yeah. Basically, for saying like, okay, what could be a sustainable Everest pace? Yeah. And we kind of got got that lapse off, and then at some point, Tonk, I think looked at he's like, I think we're like twenty minutes ahead of Sean's KOM right That's now. Right? Was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Sean, I mean, that was Sean was. War, I mean, solid times going up oh, and down yeah. that. I yeah. mean, Sean's got one heck of an engine. He really does. Oh yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. If if you combine Nels's top end five to ten minute power and give Nels another ten years of his dad's aerobic volume, there he's gonna be that's a, a scary cyclist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's gonna be a Absolutely. fast climber. You I mean, think about it too. Nels took God, I think he was off the bike for probably four months. Oh yeah, just because of school obligations and whatnot. Yeah. So and then he, he just got back the and started riding. Here yeah. he's yeah. out here crushing everything. So yeah, oh to be young again. Uh-huh. <laughs> smart kid too. Very smart. <clears throat> Very cool. Yep, that's that's enough of me. It was a lot of it was a lot of riding. Mm-hmm. Yep, I uh, was pretty much on the trainer for the course of the week. I just didn't have any time. I, this whole work thing is like getting it's out of control. It's work thing, freaking work. <laughs> um, and then uh, went out with Lance this past weekend. I think got all your was, hours in. I'm what was it? Nine hours that we rode together this weekend on Saturday and Sunday? Yep. About that? Six, seven, eight, nine, almost 10 hours. Yeah. Did you break 10 hours for the week? Uh, About 13 and a half. Okay. So that's, it's been kind of my thing. And like yesterday, going back to this whole ride, I'm like, all right, I need to go out. I only needed eight minutes to get to my 10 hour threshold. I know that Evan's over here and he puts in his God off number hours and (laughs) Lance is putting in massive hours and... Matt, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, <laughs> working a lot. <laughs> no, but that's my threshold. I like to get to ten. That's where I'm starting to make good progress. And I only needed eight minutes, and I got up and I'm like, I need some motivation to go get this done. Keep it flat. Text Lance, do you want to go for a ride? And like almost instantly, yes. <laughs> it's all <laughs> it's just automatic. Yes. I'm like, all right, we'll go up just you know, twenty, thirty miles 
flat, go out to the the lake or something like that and come back. And it was funny because we're just rolling like, where do you want to go? I don't know. Just keep it flat. And I'm like, well, I know if I go out to Vancouver Lake, I have this Pavlovian response to <laughs> go that hard. area. It's like next thing you know, you look down and you're just holding 350 watts for 20 minutes. You shouldn't be doing that. So I'm like, let's maybe go Kelly Point because I don't have any segments marked over there and I yeah. don't know the area very well and I'm not going to try and chase anything. And all right. And the next thing you know, rest of the story was already told yeah. we're just out bebopping around all over the place so it was kind of cool uh the the gravel ride on saturday was spectacular um i'm not going to talk about named body parts that have been talked about way too much at nauseum <laughs> over <laughs> the last couple of years um i don't like mountain bike trails. don't yeah they don't <laughs> like descending and climbing on gravel bikes very much but uh that aside it was a spectacular ride i can't wait to go do that again yeah and i can't wait to do that and just fully enjoy it without any kind of issues yeah so um, if people are interested in doing that ride though, we would recommend that you do it counterclockwise. If your fitness isn't quite as established, people say, if you do it clockwise, the final climb will destroy you like it did me. Yeah. And then the <laughs> other recommendation would be to drive up and park somewhere up on the mountain yeah. as opposed to having to climb large and mm. descend Livingston and doing all the other little bits of pieces of adding on. I mean, you can kind of keep that to like about a 40 mile ride Yeah, with about how many feet of elevation again, would you say about 5,000, 4,000, 4,500, 5,000, somewhere in there? Yeah. About 5,000 feet yeah. of elevation. Game. Somewhere in there. Yeah. That's a spectacular ride. Yeah. I think more people need to go do that. And I'm surprised that I have not seen that in my Strava feed from more people going out there and doing that loop. Right. And as a matter of fact, that that uh, that last long climb was only like nine or ten people had done it and posted on Strava. It. And I'm sure there's plenty of other people who have gone out there and done it, but didn't count, right? Because it's yeah. not on Strava. Not on Strava. Yeah. So didn't even happen. Go check that ride out. Get a gravel bike and just go have an adventure. And that I was the to. thing was Lance said, we're going to go have a gravel adventure. And sure enough, it, it was everything. And yep. Guy Van even you know alluded to that a few times when we were on the <laughs> yes. ride. He's like, man, you promised me an adventure. This is an adventure. I love this. So. <laughs> That's that was cool. fun. It was it was fun. So, yeah, it was a fun week. Thirteen hours and it's a big week. I'm feeling it today. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. good though. That's a big week because yeah. you had been consistently hitting ten, 10 for a while. I've been so, hitting yeah. ten for several months now, so it's pretty good. That's good. Um, today's my scheduled day off because it's Monday, but I think I'm going to do a little family ride today. Yeah. Oh, nice. Memorial Day ride. Yeah. Yeah. Puts around a little bit. So. Yeah. Cool. Let us jump into the lead out news finally. <laughs> I got one. Uh, I got one arrows in a mission before we hit lead out news. That was on my list for oh. after, but let's go ahead and do it okay. now. Do it. <laughs> do it now. You brought it up. Do it now. I brought yeah. it up. Um, last week I talked about a segment that uh, Mr. Uh, Evan Price here has the KOM on uh, here. Uh, it's called Chicken and Waffles, yeah. and I fully took credit for um, creating that segment, no, and I didn't create it. You did. <laughs> Who created it? I don't you know? know, but the segment has been renamed. Uh, chicken and waffles, PSA. Sorry, Lance, you did not create this segment. <laughs> Whose segment is that? That is awesome. That is, that's so a listener awesome. obviously created it. And it all, was first of all, call in. Let's leave that it. Is, please leave it at that. Kick ass. Can nobody take that segment from me, please, God. I do not have a lot of KOMs. <laughs> so I apologize. I fully took credit for creating that segment, uh, and I did not. So... Um, I don't know whoever that was, but the renaming was uh, fantastic. That is hilarious. How did you pick That's up on awesome. that? I I'm not even sure how I picked up on it. I because we didn't we were, we talked about maybe going out there and 
playing bikes this weekend. Yeah. But there was too many other epic things going on and too much like fatigue. Yes. So that didn't happen. It but didn't happen. How did you know to even go look at that? Uh, or did somebody like ping no, you about it? I nobody pinged me. I, I think I was looking through something and realized that chicken and waffles had a postscript to it. And I'm like, what? I, I don't even know how I caught it, but I caught it. And that's awesome. That is you rad. You spent a lot of time on Strava. Yeah. Too <laughs> yeah. much time, obviously. I do dig the the food theme, though. That's pretty cool. It beats the heck out of like street numbers or names. To, right. You know. <laughs> that's funny. Love it. So, whoever it was, thank you for calling me out. <laughs> I deserved it. Champ Bailey here in the house. Just oh, say, hey, Champ, Champ Bailey. <laughs> here I am. Uh, most of the uh, news in biking this week revolved around Eversting. There were a mm-hmm. ton of Eversting attempts that that um, either happened or whatnot. Part of it revolves around Rebecca Rush. Oh, right. Uh, yep. She uh, started a Giddy Up for Good uh, challenge uh, mm-hmm. to raise money for COVID-19. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. she's a cool person. Yeah, she's a cool person. So... She ch- and and through her foundation and through her um, place, she, they're actually giving away prizes for people who oh, do it. So mm-hmm. and it'll all be tallied. I'm tomorrow. giving away prizes too in case someone wants to do it on forced home. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone's going to do it. So I know we'll Rebecca. You. Do no, it for the prize. Do it for the prize. <laughs> I want stickers. It's stickers. <laughs> so a lot of people I know actually went out and ever said over the last. It was you're sp- supposed to do it between Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. These last four days. Yeah, oh, cool. to be part of her challenge, but Yuri Hosfold went out and did nice. it. Nice, yeah. Seventeen hours. Yeah, Whoa. took a long Whoa. time. Oh, okay, well, you should look at the climb they did. Yeah. Is he on it gravel? On I mean, because he would do something crazy like it that. It was a longer climb where it took longer to do the segment and longer yeah. to descend. How many miles? He took some breaks. That's usually what you can tell if it's yeah. in that two hundred range. Or you know or if it's like climb. gravel or something. I think I his can... was I think his was like one hundred ninety seven miles. That's it a was long oh my climb. Gosh. Yeah, that's a long climb. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I know Sam um, Long did something similar. He had over two hundred miles. I think right. in his climb something <clears> crazy. Yeah. Uh, Casey Armstrong. She's another pro mountain biker. She went out and did it in fourteen hours. Uh, Payson McKelvin, I've talked about him on the podcast before. Okay. He's doing it today on a um, good luck pace on a uh, mountain bike on a mountain bike uh, single track trail. Yikes! Yeah, no, thank you. So, and obviously not trying to do it for speed, just trying to accomplish it. But he decided he was going to do it on a mountain bike. Do you see? Uh, you're, you're probably going to get to it, but Katie Hall. Uh, yeah, the Katie record. Hall. Yep. Um, Smashed the woman's record, the record for yeah. time. Oh, the really? previous yeah. record was a little over 12 hours, 12 and a half hours for a woman to Everest. Katie Hall did it in 10 hours yeah. and one minute. That's wow. Uh, on a road climb um, outside Santa Cruz, California. Yep. That is nuts. Which has got to be a beautiful area. You know, like Cassie's family is close to Santa Cruz. Yeah. I was trying to find where this climb is. So next time we go and visit, I'm like, I'm just going to go and ride this area. It looks beautiful. So crazy. You said yeah. 10 hours in what? 40? For who? Katie Hall? Yeah, 10 hours. 10 hours in one minute. Oh, geez. Evan, you can't do that. Yeah. No. No, she's going to toast me. There's no way. Uh, Chris Burkard. It was like 1041, maybe. Maybe. Chris Maybe. Picard, this is interesting. This is for you, Evan. Yeah. Chris Picard is a... Uh, he was a former... C- uh, no, wait. Am I he's he's the else? photographer. Yes. He's the yes. outdoor photographer mm-hmm. and the endurance cyclist. Yep. Uh, he went out on uh, Saturday to do it and promptly crashed on like his second or third oh, attempt. Hit a, hit a bird and <laughs> crashed. 
And so we had to bail on the attempt. Uh, went did out. The, the, did the bird survive? I have no idea. No, the bird on did the, not survive. The very, <laughs> the very the next day, the very next day, he went uh, to a different. He found a different climb. Yeah. And did it in just over ten hours. Wow. Ugh, he did ninety-seven moving. repeats on a three-tenth of a mile. That's climb. so many repeats. <laughs> That's so many so, reps. <laughs> you gotta really turn around and keep moving. You get dizzy. Yeah. So lots of Everesting happening. Um, yep. It's become kind of the it's the thing. thing. Yeah. I still have no desire to do it. Ditto. <laughs> yeah. No. It is. So. It is a different type of. You know, it's fine. I was just talking uh, with my mom about this. My, my my mom has done some some ultra stuff in the running and cycling world, and she has a lot of friends in the ultra cycling world. Yeah. And it's actually because this attempt is a little different because I think you're seeing a lot more of the road racers and mountain bikers go after this. I'm, you know, I mean, there are endurance people going after this, but your Ram riders or your cross state riders, I don't think that this entices them as much because this is very much, this is like 10, 12 hours of intervals yeah. is what it is. This is not sit zone one. Yeah. It's a very different type of ride. Yeah. I'd rather like, <laughs> we should do this Lance. Like when they start, we'll be like somewhere God off away, like North of Seattle or somewhere, you know, we'll do like maybe like yeah. 220 Try miles and we'll say, and and to set, go. go. Yeah. There you, you go. guys are going to do this like what? 0.87 of a mile. Yeah. Yeah. And the market said, go, we'll be up there 220 miles away and we'll see who finishes first. Got, got to see who gets to the top of forest home before a certain time. We got to have a time of day, 6 PM. Somebody's got to get there before that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd much rather do that. Uh, for sure. Uh, the other thing that happened this week, uh, the first uh, half of the new Lance Armstrong um, yes. documentary Christmas. came out. Better than Christmas. That, you were excited about this. Evan. I was beyond excited about I didn't this. even know about it. I didn't even know what was going to happen I, until I, I, I dusted, sat down. And, I dusted off my Lance Armstrong picture, kissed it three times, and turned it on. <laughs> oh it, sits by your, it sits by your bed. It sits by my bed. Yeah, Cassie has to wake up and look Cassie. at that, and then she's very, very annoyed by that. Cassie's sure. picture's like behind it somewhere. Cassie was a champ. She actually l- watched the whole thing with me and seemed interested. Seemed interested. It, <laughs> it's <laughs> definitely an interesting documentary. Um, it, it, the difficulty to know is, uh, okay, Armstrong clearly has a history of lying, and, what, and yeah. what is he? What was he lying about before, and what is he not? being honest with now it seems he like lied during the oprah interview like we already i mean through right. through the first hour of it you already know that he lied in the oprah interview which doesn't surprise me he he, he was gonna lie during that it just you just want to believe him so bad because his survivor story is so good that it, it is it's it's it goes into detail of that yeah. i think that has been in all of this that's the part that people forget is you can call him i mean the the, the first minute of it opens up with what i thought was an interesting scene where he knew people hated him after that that Oprah interview. I mean, he knew that. This man's been hated for a lot of his life. That's what people he was beloved, but like I mean, the French and the Europeaners That's true. hated this guy yeah. from very, very young ages. He was not even liked in the triathlon world. So from the age of 15, 16, he has been not a popular guy. Right. Kind of you brought know, that upon himself, though. I he mean, did. He did. Change your disposition. He be was a little a bit, bit of a more, jerk. But, a lot of a jerk. But I think when you watch this he is, and this is, you know, I've I've always said like he has been somebody I've I've looked up to for a lot of my life. So I I will excuse a lot of Lance's shortfallings, but I also look at them and see the reason I like Lance so much is because he is about as human as it gets. The guy is very good and very bad, and really extremes, and really really big extremes. That's, that's a good point. But yeah. I think when you look at his, they go into his childhood a little bit more than other documentaries did. 
this guy did not have oh, your, no. your yeah he was he was a a nuclear bomb waiting to go off basically came into a frustrate you know dad left early frustrated very young mother who was i'm sure very stressed with it is as he says during the documentary he's like my mom was not disciplinary and i was kind of able to do whatever i wanted did whatever he wanted had a stepdad come in who was abusive and you i mean the the guy moved away from home moved to europe when he was 17 years old yeah you're, you're talking about taking an abused, young, frustrated, very talented kid who's been told now, hey, you may be the best in this country, take a 17-year-old, move him into his own house. The, I mean, that's what happens. You you're, you created a monster there. So, yeah. One of the uh, interesting things during the documentary, uh, certainly he, he didn't seem to hold back as far as saying what drugs he was using, yeah, he was when he was using them. I think that was the headline. Yeah. Yep. Was he detailing EPO Delta usage? 21. Yep. EPO uses when he started doing it, and yep. and how cortisone used too before his world championship. Yep. That and was what he held back in the Oprah interview. Is that he he had made it sound like he did not dope until that second year with U.S. Postal. When he did, he just didn't go into detail during that Oprah interview. He was talking about EPO at that yeah. time. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. And he yeah. called out some people who hadn't been called out before, but. I think you kind of have to assume almost everybody from that. You, yes. If you 95, know 95, 96, 97, 98, right. 90, right. before that, nine, probably. that whole era, everybody, yeah, everybody would, at that I would level was at, doping. Right in the 90, early 90s, like that would be your line, I yeah. think. Of when EPO came in the game. Before then, it was just amphetamines and cortisone. So even in the 70s and 80s, they were using Yeah, well, steroids were really big. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think yeah. In Cor- the 80s. Cortisone use was pretty, pretty popular. Yeah. We think. I don't know, so, but it's super interesting to, I always find this stuff fascinating. Yeah. I don't know why. It's kind of like looking at a train wreck, yeah. but I also just find it fascinating, like pump your body full of crazy drugs. What's going to happen? Yeah. Right. Like I, I want to see it, yeah. but I feel for you. Because I mean, the, the, the races, I mean, you know, all these cycling, the entire cycling calendar is ridiculous when you look at it from even the, yeah. I mean, the first Tour de France was in 1903. Think yeah. about the roads and the bikes that they were riding on that time. Yeah. And the type of people who did the sport at that time. This is the, the the sport may have gotten away from its soul or its core in this way, but when you talk you know, they and they interview a couple cycling historians, but I've read some very old cycling books talking about this was the poor man's sport. That's why cycling was so popular in Europe. It was like in nineteen oh three they say it was mostly like miners. Instead right. of like, I mean it was basically this this almost gladiator contest. It was like strap these very poor, desperate people onto bikes. See what happens. See what happens. And you know what? It was from an early, early phase. It was doping really wasn't looked down upon until the 60s, 70s. Because even when Yox Ancatil was dominating and doing well, he would openly admit to doping. Like in interviews, but that he would was- openly admit. What, what was that, amphetamine type stuff? Yeah, yeah. And, and amphetamines, you know, name it... Uh, basically anything they could get their hands on painkiller wise too yeah a lot a lot lot of painkillers not as much of a stigma at that time though no no well and it probably was almost like a badge of like look these guys are look how far you can look what they can do yeah you know because i mean honestly like there wasn't it wasn't the same style of sport testing you know yeah there's no testing later yeah and it's i think that that just once they started testing i think that culture just then went underground and it was still there. And then EPO came around. And like Lance says during the documentary, he says it was basically jet fuel. You know, you were playing yeah. with you were, you were playing with small stuff. And now EPO comes around. And and there was no test for it. Yeah, it's like, exactly. here's a drug that works miracles. And you cannot get yeah. caught. It's going to increase the speed of the Peloton by two miles an hour. And like you, you can't you, get caught. 
yeah. What are you yeah. gonna do? Right. You know, I mean, I'm I think back about like because I obviously have the running background. It's like you look at those early '90s where like times were crazy and times were fast or whatever it was, and that went all the way through the '90s or whatever it was. And mm-hmm. yeah, you you're kind of like those are all you not real. Your head, mm-hmm. yeah. But like a certain mile time that may never yeah. get touched. The mile time's looking good. <laughs> yeah. World record on the mile, it's looking yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it's looking safe. It's looking very safe. Yeah. We're not gonna name <laughs> names here. No, just the guy who happens to hold it. But you know. yeah. <laughs> Fun. Yeah. All right. Champ Bailey out. Champ Bailey out. <laughs> Enough Armstrong talk. Thanks, Champ. I'll, I'll keep on randomly <clears throat> sprinkling him in here throughout. I'm just going to sneak it in. Yeah. In it's fascinating. <laughs> it it really is. You know, the other thing interesting that happened this week, there was a whole lot of Strava hate that happened this last week yes. as well. Yeah. We talked about some of the changes yeah. because they went to a more a, a, a pay-for. They cut features they cut on the features. free tier. And and uh, all I want to say about that is, it's interesting to me. Strava is for fun. We need to keep it for fun. That's yeah. why it's there. Is because sure. it is. It's a blast. It's it's a blast. It's for fun. But w- what I d- we didn't talk about last week, they've been around since what two thousand nine, ten, I think somewhere there Something nine like ten. Some, yeah. <clears throat> so they've been around for ten years. They are still not profitable. But whose fault is that? I know. Okay. They, 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 they make what fifty million a year? Yeah, but they're still not profitable. They're not profitable. They, right. So if, if after ten years, if you're not profitable, you need to make some changes, or right. they would go away. It well, would, which you yeah. know, and that's like they they've had the CEO change. Yep. And they're doing this change, which is huge, which is basically cutting free features to push people towards towards pay the, for the pay for services, yeah. which is is fine. Um, I am the only one at the table that's not paying for Strava as of this last week. Last night, last I just, night, I just started paying last night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I've I'm, been paying gonna, for them for, since 2011. Yeah, I've yeah. been paying happily. I paid, I paid for one year for in there, and I forgot to renew it. I think that that is the debate, right? Where it's like a lot of people are like, "Hey, I'm getting great. You know, I use this. I'm getting. I'm using this for this, 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 and this. I love the features and." I believe in paying for stuff that I use and I don't believe in just, you know, like riding the free coattails or whatever. Right. Um, versus the other side of the argument, which is, uh, these, co- these people are taking your data and they're making profit out yep. of that, you know, don't granted care. they're not, their profit is, you know, the questionable yeah. part is the profit part, but, <laughs> but they are taking your data and they're claiming it like, Hey, once it's, once you've uploaded, this is ours. Now yeah. we own this. We do whatever we want to with it. For so, me in my life, it is the cheapest entertainment I have that has held my attention. How for, much is it per month now? Five, it's five, five bucks, bucks a month. Five bucks a month. Sixteen cents a day. Yeah. That is, you that's know worth what? it for me. That's a lot. Do you know what drives me money. nuts? Is if any cyclist in Portland complains about that because in no. Portland to get a nice cup of coffee, you probably need to pay about <laughs> five twenty-five, which they will gladly do on any random Saturday ride. But as soon as Strava asks for five dollars, all of a sudden that's absurd. You don't have the money for yeah. it. But you'll go out to brunch and spend yourself $38 right. on a Saturday when you could be riding your bike instead and do eggs and toast. I morning. think that the bigger argument is the data privacy yeah. thing. I really, I, that, I'm that, that bothers that, me. Because I read that article and I, I agree. Yeah. So I, I believe in both sides of the argument. Yep. I have no beef with you guys for paying for it. I'm not sure I'm going to pay for it right now. I probably will at some point. But mm. right now I'm kind of like, eh. I'm not. The other thing that My they've done. My one thing is what they took away from the free. I think yeah. that when you're talking about just because the users are what made the segments right. over time. I can understand if they make the leaderboards by pay because that is something that Strava made, you know, yeah. but 
at least the being able to view and analyze the segments. Which they have not know. actually taken away from the free tier. You can the still analyzing s- segments you can still. Oh, yeah. Okay. You can see the top ten. Yeah. You can see the top ten. You can look yeah. at segments. You can make you're segments. You're still in the leaderboard you if you're can, free to. But, yeah, yeah, and you can see all of your times on those segments. Yep. So I think that um, I don't know. I don't have any beef with businesses doing what they want to do. I mean, I feel like it's their their job to do, you know, what's best for them. I would love to see them have a better policy with their data and say, this is your data. If you want to export it all out and do whatever you want to with it, that's fine. If you want to share this with a different company, like a different mapping company that wants to take your Strava data and do something cool with it, that I personally believe in. A lot of this is just ingrained in you if you're a programmer that you should have like this open mentality of like, we shared, you know, we share this as much as we share as much as we can until it hurts. Yeah. And you know, that's how open source software works. It's where, I mean, I guarantee you that Strava developers probably are like, you know what, we should share more because they're very good software developers and they use open source software every day over there at Strava. I would be super surprised if they somehow, they wouldn't even be able to find a way to not do that. Yeah. So uh, part of me is bugged by it. Part of me is okay with it. I, I don't, I don't know. I see both sides of the argument. Yeah. Trade off for me is that I don't even care. I mean, I, no. I, I, I agree yeah, with, totally. you with, with what you're saying, but the value that that brings to the endurance community, specifically the cycling community, I probably wouldn't know Lance. Lance is one of my best friends. I wouldn't know him would you without Strava. Strava. Would you pay $5 a month for Lance? I would. I <laughs> would <not. laughs> Look at all you get. That's so much to like, offer. I'd say two seventy five, two eighty. That's pushing it. But five bucks. I know. I Is that with tax? <laughs> I moved here to Camus a little over five years yeah. ago, uh-huh. and I did not know a soul. Now, yep. granted, I made some friends quickly just because you know you plug into the community to meet people, right? Mm-hmm. And they, you know, that's kind of how I met Matt. I didn't meet Matt through Strava; it was through mutual friends and whatnot. Yep. But I can't tell you how many good, solid, lifelong friends that I have from here, not only just here, from everywhere. Like yep. when I went and did STP for the first time, Seattle yeah. to Portland, you know, there was about five or six guys that I rode down with that day that I didn't mm-hmm. know them before that day. We're still friends to this day yep. because of Strava, because yep. had it mm-hmm. not had that platform and, and been able to connect with them and see what, they're, what they've got going on on a regular basis – wouldn't happen. Like yep. one of our friends, Justin Wagner, yeah. wouldn't know yeah. him. No, wouldn't know him from anybody without Strava. Yeah, that's true. That to me is invaluable. So I could care, I could not care less about the fact that they're mining my data. I mean, I don't want them giving away like my home address and my, my yeah. you know, phone number and my email address. I mean, that that would bother me. But if they're using my data, my rides, if you will, to for whatever reason, that doesn't bother me. I mean, it's. It, it does, but it, 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 it's not going to be a deal breaker because I think the value that I get out of Strava is much greater than that. The community that it helps build, the, the fact that it's getting people out there riding their bikes, yeah, that is invaluable. What if Facebook was like, we're going to charge five bucks a month? I'd, I'd quit it. You quit it? <laughs> I hate I hate Facebook. I really yeah. do. I think that brings if, out the worst in people. For $2.50 a month, I would... Yeah. Just, I, I would log out of my uh, Facebook. Yeah. Absolutely. The only thing Instagram? I like about Facebook, about the, the only thing is because of our pages. Our That's groups. The only thing. Our groups. Yeah, yeah, the only thing that I like about that. Yeah. We just Everything else about form. Facebook, I hate it. It brings out, like, people that I like, <laughs> I got to be very tactful about this. I can't stand on Facebook because oh, right. of yeah. people opinions. you like in, in person. In real life, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, great people in person. You're like, yeah. I love this person. On can't Facebook, can't handle it. Can't yeah. do it. So it's just, and it's just. It's me, it, isn't it? People, Lance, Lance had a title <laughs> on beautiful. one of his Strava rides. pull it up. Lance had a title one on one of his One more beautiful picture, Matt, and I'm out of here. <laughs> okay. He'll, he'll bring totally this up me. in just a picture, in just a second. But um, just people get on there and they start fighting about the stupidest stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like, it's hard. 
yeah. know, you got all these keyboard cowboys out there that like yeah. you really have time to sit there all day long and fight with people that you don't even know on Facebook. You're not going to change anybody's mind. Yeah. And all you're doing is pissing yourself off and other people and you're just making a greater divide amongst, you know, people and their opinions. Like It's good that Strava avoids that yes, because it's Strava does. You're so cycling it's yep. really cycling Centric, specific yeah. it's yeah. not really running it is. slash swimming or it whatever is. But, my yeah. my ride title on uh, thursday was life is short make sure you spend as much time as possible on the internet arguing with strangers about politics yep yeah <laughs> there you go make sure you're spending quality time on the internet <laughs> and that's what i love about strava is the fact that you don't find that there and it's just people yeah. that are out having fun doing good things posting up cool pictures and ride routes and yeah like without strava i i wouldn't i wouldn't have like half the rides in my belt like I, that's you go yes. out there and you explore and you lurch and so if i have yep. to pay five bucks to go do a route planner to go see what kind of routes people are doing i'm, I'm fine with yep. it it's 16 cents oh. a day people yeah it's really not that much money all all of my enjoyment in the year 2020 as it is relating to endurance sports could be directly linked to Strava. Okay, yeah, that's another like, thing. Like, literally, I mean, the that's... Entire, yeah, like, right. let's say that... Yeah. It's no race season, so right. yeah. what are you going to do? I mean, do? this is literally where I... KOM it or Everest yeah. it or And that's the thing is, like, do. I mean, if you Everest it and it's not on Strava, did you really Everest? You know, you, you did you really Everest? I think you want to record that kind of thing. <laughs> I oh, think yeah, if you're going to do that, I think on the Everesting website, I think it's a requirement. Yeah. It has to be uploaded. Yeah, Along with their many other requirements, one of them is... It's got to be, be on Strava. Strava. <laughs> and do you guys ever just scroll back in time and just look at some of the old, oh, I remember that ride. Oh, that I, ride yes, was so, oh, yeah, absolutely. that person was there that day. Oh, the, check out that picture. Yeah. That, that yep. kind of stuff, to me, that's you know, that's very valuable. So, yep. All right. We've, uh, we like to go on and on. Sorry. <laughs> Champ Bailey postscript out. Okay. Main topic. Five minutes. Go. <laughs> yeah. We're going to shorten up our main topic. Yep. <laughs> oh, let's get negative on this one, huh? Yeah. All right, guys. How about some things that negatively affect your training and performance? Lance's mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Having to look at Lance's mustache. This beauty is Being in the presence of Lance's mustache. <laughs> it's got to start slowing you down here now. That's Waiting like a you Zwift down power up. They heavy. should just have Lance's mustache as a Zwift power up. Okay. That takes 15% performance away from everybody else around. Ooh. Lots per kilo drop with all that wax in that mustache, <laughs> man. It's definitely not aerodynamic anymore, although no. we, we do know that facial anymore. hair. <laughs> yeah. We didn't know that fish there doesn't affect aerodynamics that much. You'd be faster in the pool. Yeah. Right, Matt, 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 right? Matt, can you shape the beard? Can he shape it in a manner and use a certain kind of wax and then tuck it back to make yes. himself more aerodynamic? Know, Is that possible? We know that wax on chains can give you as much as 10, <laughs> 10 yeah. free watts. Yep, yep. What we don't know is how much wax on your mustache gives you. I assume 20 watts. I'm assuming twice as much, yeah. yes. If I exactly. straighten out the curls. It's a foil then. <laughs> then it's an air yeah. foil. Yep, it's there true. you go. <laughs> I mean, work. I think it, it, it actually will wrap around the mustache and then wrap around the back of your head and propel you forward. So. Yep. Uh, I would say work would be the big one for Seventy-five yeah. percent of the people at the table. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that negatively—I don't have a job. The, I think the thing—that's that's the most <laughs> clear thing that negatively affects yeah. training for me. Work like so. Yeah. My week starts on Monday. I generally take Mondays off, so I've got mm -hmm. Tuesday through Friday to yep. try and get as much volume as I can. And then like you're you're trying to make. I'm trying to hit that ten-hour mark, so I've got to I've got to backfill everything in on the weekends. Yep. Like going into this week on Friday, I think I had a total of. Gosh, it was maybe four hours yeah. after Friday's ride Similar, was done. Yeah. I'm like, crap, I got to ride six hours this weekend. Well, knock that out on uh, Saturday. So <laughs> In one day. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for work, and I've had times in my life too where my work schedule hasn't been quite as nuts or I've been able to build my schedule so that I can get out there and ride 
during my lunch break and get like two hours in just going to work a little earlier and you know whatever mm-hmm. and i just can't do that anymore I, I get here in the morning and i love being here but i just yeah. don't i don't have time to leave there's too many things going on so exactly. that definitely does affect my uh my writing volume yeah. Mm, yeah. and jake's my juggling trip. a lot of different hats too i think that's the the, the one thing is when you got it's it's easier when work can be something that I think is fits into a schedule. What Jake's it is, you know, it's it's in a schedule and then fluid too yeah. at the same time. So things can change or yeah. somebody comes in and yeah. gotta and hang out and talk. And then you've got yeah. Matt over here who's like, you know, he wants to train 10, 15, 20 hours a week and I he's got these a lot. massive yeah. conglomerates beating his door down with work demands yeah. and Yeah. Tell Phil Knight to calm down, you know. Keep it cool, Phil Kill. Knight. <laughs> Phil, calm down. I did meet him last year. Did you? Did you really? Yeah. yeah. He was looking at my app and he got confused. Oh, <laughs> oh I think, no. I think I, I remember was like, you telling this story. He was, it was, so, we, so we had this mobile app or whatever and we we're like, here you go. Here's this thing. You know, and like he's like playing with it or whatever. And then he like puts it in his pocket and we're like, that's not really yours. <laughs> but just took my phone. He's, um, he's, he's like, he's I write older. your checks, Matt. Yes. Yeah, yes, he's like, it is. We, we, we just roll with it. <laughs> whatever you say, Phil. Whatever you want. Yeah. I'll buy another phone. Don't worry. Don't you worry about that. Just give me a job, please. Just yeah. harvested all of your data. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Phil Knight's, he's the one that's harvesting all the data. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I'm swamped right now with work and it's really hard because you, I have kids and you can't really steal Are time. grandkids? I got grandkids. <laughs> uh, I know that's the best, right? I have grandkids and it's like, you, you know, Saturdays, right? Where you're yeah. like, okay, this is, you know, family time or whatever. And, six hours of biking is hard to yeah. pull off. Yeah. So um, I usually just steal time away from work. Like that's my go-to thing. I'll either like take a whole day off of work and go do stuff mm-hmm. or I'll just take at least a lunch ride and go do yeah. stuff. And then with morning, you know, whatever, you can usually work something out. But um, right now it's just, I really should be working like Well, and the kids haven't been week. in school yeah. too, which takes, kids, so, which takes any free time you had now I can't defunct. just go, yeah, right? Exactly. Like I can't just blow off work and go do yeah. something because the kids are at home and they are not old enough to be left alone. And so right now I'm in a bad, bad place. <laughs> Matt is stuck between a rock and a harder place. Yeah. I think. <laughs> but I got out this weekend, so I can't complain too much. Yeah. yeah we, we actually rode some miles together. I rode oh. with the Hepler family. Yes. That was my favorite, right? <laughs> I love riding awesome. Hepler, I love seeing you at the top of that climb that there, day. That was Randy's awesome. like, Randy's like, okay, I'm going to go this way. And we're like, yeah, we'll go with you. And she's like, uh, never mind. I'm going to go this way then. And then we're like, oh, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll go, go with, with you. <laughs> and she's like, uh, no, no, change my mind again. Uh, which way are you guys going? Because I'm going to go the other way. Lays down the hammer. She really, she really was like, no, nah, I do not want to ride with these guys. Look at this guy's mustache. The other guy's got a, his shoe cut out. What's the matter with this guy? Matt was riding with his... His uh, shoe that the whole heel is cut out yeah. and a GoPro in his mouth. You both just look like friends. Just get a GoPro in his mouth and half a shoe on. Uh, I should tonk my shoe. He was like, how's your Achilles doing? And I kind of like sped up just enough to like show him my look heel. At my shoe. Look at my shoe. I cut the heel off my shoe to take oh pressure off God. the Achilles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He had a good suggestion that we reach out to Crocs. Crocs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ooh, but, but yeah. Grandfathers aren't allowed to wear Crocs. That's a. That's Are we a gonna dad. get new, ba- new Balance to build you something? That's a dad thing. I think new, some white New Balance <laughs> cycling shoes. I think that if I can get some like of those like um, Costco ther- brand, those like all white therapeutic kind of shoes, that yeah. that could work for me. Did we just come up with Matt's next birthday present? Yeah, I think so. Can we please? We need somebody with the heels cut out. Yes, with the heels cut out and a clip on the bottom. If they could be Velcro for my arthritis, that'd be Uh, be ideal. The hands don't tie knots. I'm a big fan of the Velcro. Uh huh. (laughs) 
<laughs> Evan, what's something for you that uh, really throws a wrench in your training? You, you know, for, for for me to be honest, my training has always been able to be fluid around my schedule. I, I looking into my future, I really do think the biggest deterrent to training is family, kids, young kids. Because I have always grown up with training with people who usually have kids. Like, I don't train with a ton of people my age. Or take some time. So I have realized that that is the big, regardless of what your job is. And as Lance has said to me before, this is almost like a mantra of mine now, is you have way more free time than you think you do, always. No matter what, you always have more free time than you think you do. And I've realized that in no matter how stressful somebody believes their job is, and I like to believe my job is stressful, but everybody's job is stressful. So, you know, time, time-wise through a week, I'm always able to move and adjust training. I've gone from being a morning training person to a late evening training person to a dead afternoon training person. But the one thing that really puts, um, I would say, a monkey wrench into my training plans is the amount of contact people have with me now outside of work which is something that I enjoy doing and will continue to do because it's what drives, you know, the clinic and me as a physical therapist, which is more important to me than me as an athlete. But the the, the one thing I am truly jealous of, of younger pro triathletes who have things taken care of for them where they yeah. get to focus on their athleticism yeah. is that when they rest, they get to rest. Um, I need to manage in my life the the outside stress a little bit better whether it's me on the trainer in the middle of intervals trying to answer Facebook messages or texts or emails or this or that. Wait, you answer texts? I do. Um, <laughs> just, they, not, just, just not yours, Just, just not the ones. Yeah. <laughs> they, they get into a backlog, and I will, I will then answer them in order, mm. but I won't open up the text until I know I'm, it's during this time period where I know I'm going to go through and answer them because <laughs> I like taking time with them because a lot of people will text me big, long, important text, and I need to have the time to actually read through them and be like, oh, okay, give a thoughtful response to it. Um, but yeah, I would say that's the the biggest deterrent to training. And I don't say that as a negative because it's something I brought on myself and I actually want to have that problem, if that makes sense. Yeah. I enjoy having that problem. But it's way different than, you know, I've, I have some friends of mine still who are mostly on the training is the most important part of their late 20s life, and they get to really chill when they need to chill and rest yeah yeah which is probably important gotcha for getting faster i guess mr hepler uh the biggest thing that affects my training is not having a goal yeah if i don't have a goal race on the calendar or a goal something that i'm trying to accomplish then man that couch feels good start sliding yeah you just start to ship without a rudder exactly yep um case in point i mean obviously these last three months have been difficult with all our races being canceled or postponed and every race that is on the schedule there's a big giant question mark whether Mm -hmm. it's actually going to happen or not and it was it was hard to stay motivated to like continue doing these interval workouts that i had planned on doing it became kind of silly for me to be doing interval workouts not knowing when there would actually be a race that that was for me so like three weeks ago i kind of stopped doing the four times a week interval sessions that i was doing because there was no so race on the schedule your 365 day training plan do you have to push that back yeah i had to cancel it i removed it from my did you yeah seriously yeah you have to whole, totally reorganize. To training well, what are you going to do with the 500 yes, road training I'm plan. still on Trainer Road. So what I did was, and it was kind of interesting, 
because I hadn't been doing these workouts, you know, things you start to backslide a little bit. It becomes easier to not do it, do it, or to not push quite as hard. But we got an email uh, this week that one of the races I'd planned on um, doing this June, they they rescheduled it for August and are fairly certain it it's potentially could happen in August. I don't know if I actually believe that. But getting that email was enough to like put things into a training pro- program again yeah. and say, okay, the, Which I, race? I need it. The Oregon Trail Gravel Grinder. Okay. They rescheduled. It's a it's a five day stage race, gravel stage race. Um, I thought you weren't gonna do that. I think after doing it last year, like nope, done. <sighs> yeah. Well, so what happened was Chris Surratt um, signed up for it, and he said, "You better sign up for this." If oh, I'm doing this. gotta and love the peer pressure. So yep. I completely caved to peer pressure. Gotcha. So Chris, when is this? no other race option. When is this so. rescheduled for? August, the third week in August, or something like okay. that. Okay. Did you get better get to your training? So he's looking good on the bike oh right gosh. now. He's going to be hard to hang with. I'm not going to be able to hang with him. You will. You just <laughs> got to get back on the intervals. That's all. Yeah. I was just, yeah, we, he, we wrote, he wrote this on this gravel ride on Saturday and he's a bigger guy too. He's, like he's, a, he's, he's, he's like the same size as me or, or bigger. And he smoked me up the climbs by minutes. He's a strong athlete. Yeah. Very yeah. strong. You can, you can keep up with him in a sprint. Sort of, kind of. Sort of. <laughs> Maybe if he leads me out, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's strong. I know he's got some speed. On his wheel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, so so I actually like replugged in the program. It's uh, only like a twenty week program. What? <laughs> so that only I could get. Never in my life had a twenty week. <laughs> Goal period. <laughs> my life goals well, aren't even twenty no, weeks. Yeah. The way that what do you want to do next year? I don't know what I want to do next week. <laughs> the way that uh, the way that Trainer Road works with their custom plan builder, you you can put your event and how in into the plan, and it will build a plan for you back from there. So it goes through several different types of phases and yeah. and workouts that will build back from there. So if I plug in this five day event in August and kind of say what each day is more or less going to be, it will build something for you so that you can kind of prep for that. So that's why it's a, that's why we joked about it. Yeah. 300 day. So are you back on track? Are you following this program again? When do you start? Yesterday. (laughs) You nailed it it yesterday. did not. Yeah. So I, I've just found that it's, it's, it's almost my motivation is purely around race results, which is dumb, but that's just the way my brain works. I, you know, it's, and so having a race on the schedule is, is what motivates me to stay on the training regimen. And that, that affects what I eat. That affects yeah. how I try yes. to sleep. That affects, you know, a, a lot of other things. Yep. Yeah. I heard that uh, in England they're okaying some time trials to start back up cause, because they can do sp- it spread out. And things. Yes. Yeah. So I'm wondering I if something like that could be. I think we're seeing some time trials coming back on the calendar for Washington State Bicycle Racing Association. Yeah, that might oh, happen too. WSBA. Yeah. I think I saw somebody make a comment about that. I didn't get an email from them per se, but somebody said, oh, it looks like we're going to have some TTs. You can do those on gravel bikes. I'm not super hopeful that even these races they've put back on the calendar are actually going to happen. And they actually qualified that by saying that, I mean, if we have another bump in, in, in COVID cases, then yeah, it'll all get, if we, 
it'll all get canceled or shoved out again. Yeah. But well, just here in Clark County, we were supposed to enter into phase two. We were, and then there was a big outbreak wait. at some like was it like a fruit packing plant fruit or something? Packing plant. Like yep. Nineteen or twenty people that tested positive. Thirty-eight. Oh, people. Was it thirty-eight. Oh yeah. my gosh, never mind. And that's been over the last several weeks, but. But, um, yeah, 38 people in this one place, um, it just ran through the whole packing plant. And so, yeah, we're not in phase two anymore. Or yeah. we're not even looking at phase yeah, we'll two. Press yeah. pause. Dang it. Yeah. I have phase a bad feeling about cross-country season. One. Yeah. 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 Just race the kids in time trial format. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really. I race my I mean, own actually, kids. Idea. Yeah, time trial. Yeah. I, you know what? This You were just talking about that. I'm Maybe this could be a topic for next week. Is a gap year necessarily a bad thing? Granted, we don't want to be dealing with all the COVID stuff, but is a gap year necessarily yeah. a bad thing for taking, taking COVID sport? out of this? That nobody's yeah. like everybody just taking a year off just to kind of like take the foot off the accelerator and I personally go out and enjoy and have fun and just let your body recover and then yeah. I don't think ramp things back thing up next all. year. I think from a grandfather's perspective, <laughs> <laughs> when, you're as, when you're as old as I am. How was the Spanish flu, by the way? The Spanish was flu that was rough. That was easy. How does this COVID. compare? Okay, oh, gotcha. that was easy. That was yeah. walking the park. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, if you're only if you only have so many years, then this is a big hit. If you're an Olympic caliber athlete, when you you only get you know, you might get yep. one good Olympic year when you're at the right age at the right time. Things if like you that. Are, um, oh God, what's uh, Abby? Um, uh, the guy oh, Abdi Abdurrahman. Yes, sure. Yes. He's a that's a forty. He's, he's older 41. than I am. He's forty one. No, he's older. Yeah, probably forty two now or something like that. He may not get another. Yeah, so, that so, may have been his last. So if you if they miss the Olympics and you have to go another four years, huddle. I mean, no, they're going to do the Olympics about. in twenty twenty one, right? That's the plan. Yeah, that's well, hopefully, but, hopefully. yeah. Is that like yeah. Lolo Jones? That's another one that I think yeah. about with that. Yeah, she's, she's been to several Olympics. She was a hurdler. Yep. And yeah. she also like did hurdler. Yeah. the bobsled in the Winter Olympics. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, she was planning on retiring, but she'd been ramping up this year. And she's pushing the age limit for okay. uh, an High Olympic level. athlete. For, well, High sprinters are athlete. tend to be a little bit younger yeah. Even yeah. Than, than distance runners. And so for her to lose this year and even try to push it another year, it might be yeah. too much. So, so, yeah. so for the mortals of us, maybe that don't it's have grandchildren, that, right? uh, I feel like a, the high school seniors too. I mean, you think of yeah, the high, high school, school seniors, seniors a for college sure. runner. Yeah. I mean, th- those are the ones that you look at and you're like, this affects them heavily. Yeah. And yeah. I feel very bad for, yeah. for them. I do. There are those people out there. I think on the whole, that's a very small percentage yeah. of the entire community. And I think mm. for the entire community, just to kind of go out and enjoy like what it is that they do. I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. Do Is that what I want? No. I mean, I want to have the ability, like you want to have the option to go race. Like if you want to take a gap, you're fine. Take a gap year, but uh, right. being forced to take a gap year, that sucks. Yeah. But on the whole, it's not necessarily a terrible thing. I, don't, I, that's I, just my I actually think for, if you're not one of those people on the opposite side of the spectrums, even at the elite level, it's not that bad because you're seeing a lot of these younger triathletes, younger cyclists. I think they get this year racing naturally interrupts training buildings, you know, training like, like good training blocks. Yeah. So it's not a bad thing if you're I'll just use a guy we've talked about on this before, like a Sam Long. Mm-hmm. who's still in the early phases of his development as yeah. what I think could potentially be one of the best Ironman athletes, period. Maybe. He gets to take a year right now where he doesn't have to worry about racing. He just gets to, and that guy's got an build. engine. Yep. He yeah. can build. That guy can yeah, was, tolerate 40 hours yeah. a week. So, yep. yeah. My wife's not a Sam Long, but you know she's another mm-hmm. person. Like yeah. She was going to train for the Portland Marathon, and, and she's heard from people that it's pretty much canceled. Yes. And it's not going to happen. You know She wants to do that, but 
um, that was also kind of throwing a wrench in this whole triathlon thing that she seems yep. to really be gravitating towards she was and, have a and, busy and liking. Race schedule. She was going to have a very busy race schedule. And she's schedule, like, well, yeah. what do I do now? I'm like, well, you just don't train for a marathon and just keep building your base up in all three yep. disciplines, yeah. and then you can kind of come back to that. And have a great 2021. Exactly. Yeah. Just have a keep, safe, keep good training. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if she'll yeah. do an Ironman in the future. I could see her doing that. I'd put it. a timeline uh, on it. I could see I could her doing that. Maybe it, a half. A, I'm going to say no to the full. Well, that's not once I, you do I, a half it's though it's the progression it's the progression right it's <laughs> yes. like a half didn't uh, feel too hard you know it wouldn't yeah. be too bad maybe it'd be like if you were like day. if you did a, <laughs> a metric century yeah and you're like oh, i did a metric century i could and you start thinking like maybe i could do this and god forbid you don't feel tired at the end of that metric century you're like oh, i think i could have gone another 40 some miles yeah, her response know? to that's <laughs> going to be i don't have time um, yeah which I'm is a, a i'm a busy response. mom i'm a you know professional busy job too yeah so yep she's super swamped yeah, I don't. Know. Maybe when she organizes her time very well, she is organized. <laughs> Everyone we're in our fifties, she'll do it. So. She's twice as go. twice as organized as all of us. Yeah. So that might actually just as soon as one of the kids gets their driver's license, yeah, and it's over. That's <laughs> yeah, coming up soon. My problem with the gap year is it tends to be about forty pounds for me. So oh. yeah. <laughs> A, I have to be careful. It's about, here, yeah. it's about COVID-19 <laughs> for me. That's right. Yep. <laughs> you got the, the COVID-40? <laughs> I, I put 15 pounds on yeah. pretty easily. Yeah. With, well, I'm going to just jump into my thing. Diet. That yeah. is something that That's really... That's what I was about to bring up, yeah, too. Get yeah. garbage can over here who's weighs <laughs> all of like a buck 50. <laughs> Yeah, you, you have such it a hard is, time with diet, don't you? Uh, yeah, I know. I probably shouldn't even be talking no. about it. <laughs> so for me, I do a pretty good job of staying clean. You know, and, yeah. But for me, my body is very sensitive to how I eat. Like if I eat perfect, and I don't know if there is such a thing, but if, yeah. for me, if I eat like really, really, really good, I can drop the weight and I can get down to a very formidable like fighting weight that's going to be good for me to go out and compete. Like if I can get down to 178 to 182 pounds – I, I do really well. That's where I excel as a cyclist. For me, though, like ever since I've dealt with this injury stuff, it's been it's been difficult. And I'm still like trying to eat really well, but I can't do the strength training that I want to do. So if I don't eat close to perfect, that shows. And I start yeah. to carry the extra weight. And to get that off, that's really hard. And I'm still trying to, to eat really, really well. But my body, if I'm, if I'm like 85%, like, clean with what I eat, that last 15% still keeps me from getting to where I want to go yeah. or it negatively affects me. And heaven forbid, you know, you have a, you know, a brownie or a bowl of ice cream or something like that, then like, oh God, there goes, you know, a week's worth of training. It affects me that much and it doesn't help that I'm getting older. Maybe that's another thing's age, but an injury, it just, it, it, it really does truly affect me if I'm not perfect or as, close to it. As the only one at this table without grandchildren, I <laughs> really think... <laughs> Lopez all in there. I, I assume Blaine has grandchildren. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, That's I'm old enough to have grandchildren. You are old enough to have great grandkids, <laughs> but I don't. But, you know, I think that that's – it's something that I think endurance – because, I mean, how was everybody's diet when they were in their mid-20s? Not, no, I, I, I ate like you. Like I, ate, I yeah. ate like you. Yeah. Yeah. I could eat a large pizza. Yeah. No problem. Once, it's, at least once a week. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, you know, st like, obviously, I think stress increases exponentially as you have children and the job gets harder and harder and you get in your 30s and 40s. So – you know, beyond just age affecting metabolism, the stress and lack of sleep, which mm -hmm. is rampant in your 40s, is, you know, I think really contributing to that too. But I think that's the that's the toughest part for endurance athletes with diet is it's, you know, Jake has a great diet 85% of the time. Lance has a great diet 85% of the time. It's that 15% that yeah. 
here's the thing is I think you really have to hone in on is that 15% worth it because I've, you know, and I will speak from my personal experience for me to get down to what I believed was going to be a good race weight last year for, I had in my head, probably disordered thinking, you know, I think we all do in this sport to some extent that I had to be at a certain weight for a Watts per kilo number and for my mile split so that I could sustain that. And it had to be that number. So I cut out that fifth for me, probably 30%. We'll say it was 50%. We'll say 50%. <laughs> I had to change 50% of my diet for a period of time. I was not happy. I felt weak. I felt tired. I was way too lean and I didn't perform like I should have. So I think it's not always, you know, this punishment mindset for diet that negatively affects us. I think that mindset is also negative in the sense of like that 15% is what's killing me right now. You know, like if you could fix 10% of that, but still give yourself that happiness of that 5%. Yeah. Because I really do think in this sport, even though people like to put on this persona of like, I have a hundred percent diet, you know, Instagram is the worst with this and endurance athletes Yeah, post up some beautiful avocado salad as if that's what that triathlete needs after every single training right. session. It'd be like, that's why I appreciate not to bring back up, but like the Sam Longs of the world who will literally Instagram himself eating McDonald's mid 200 mile ride. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing is you may have a perfect diet. Uh, if you're not putting out the same Watts as Sam, both of your jobs is to go fast what, why, why are you making yourself incredibly unhappy then? Especially if it does, if that extra 15% makes you unhappy. There are right. some people who love eating a good diet and it makes them ecstatic and happy. But if you're eating well 75% of the time and 25% of the time you like to enjoy yourself and be human, don't beat yourself up over that. Well, and you will go through phases in your life where yeah. some things that you think make you happy don't actually make you happy. Yeah. And it might take going through that, you know, peak and valley to Getting realize pounds to, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that it doesn't actually make you happy. So yeah. that the diet is always a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Can lump <clears throat> excuse me. You can lump into there too I guess minus Lance on this alcohol kind of falling into the diet. Did you guys Yeah. I don't think anybody here has an alcohol problem, but I enjoy yeah. a glass of wine with my wife at night, sometimes too. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I love beer. I think beer is fantastic. I can't just have one though. So I just, I never drink it because, yeah, right. you know, one turns into two and you know, that's just another what 300, 400 calories that you yeah. didn't necessarily need. Definitely. And like, if you're counting calories and all that other stuff and you start putting it in there, that stuff starts to add up and mm -hmm. that's, that's a good way to, to carry some extra weight. Yeah. But, um, you know, and usually if you have a couple beers, then you're like, oh, I'm kind of hungry. You kind of get munchies and you're, you're kind of relaxed and like, all right, I'm going to go eat it. Like, so mm -hmm. it just turns into a, a big calorie affair. Did, do you guys find that to be an issue at all? I definitely find that I can cut beer and cut an immediate five pounds. Yeah. I think you did this and last year. Didn't I do this you? all you the time. Lost, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I stopped drinking all the time. I don't, I don't feel like I have a problem. I do same as you yeah. love having into the day. I love having a beer and I don't think it's the alcohol or anything. It's just like, it's almost the same as having like a bubbly water. It's just like the taste of it. And it's like, ah, yeah. oh, this is so tastes relaxing so and refreshing. It touches your lips. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I just don't, one, Matt. Just I think, one. uh, back to Lance's point is having a race on the calendar Yeah, is that it's, it's just the, the reason to be like, Nope not doing that not yeah. gonna have that or whatever and and you don't have that on the calendar yeah. like right now yeah and i can even drink a beer while i work so it's like let's say i'm working at six o'clock at night and i've been working all day and i have two more hours of work 
I can sip a beer into my work. Like mm-hmm. most people can't do that with yeah. their job. Oh, right? no, I can. I can. I actually sit one right over on the patient's like table. And you just put on their forehead. I do. Stay still. Yeah, hold hold this balance. Hold my beer balance. while I do. That, yeah, yeah. Please literally hold my and beer. While I do. So I think that programming is not does not blend itself with a healthy lifestyle in a lot of ways. Yeah, but that's okay. I totally agree though with having that thing on the calendar because. But yeah. I think when none- we had training camp, that was the first thing that I had on yeah. the calendar. Yeah. Thinking yeah. All right, I'm going to race. My wife and I were like, right, we're just going to do this whole dry January thing. We didn't have a single glass of anything for the entire nice. month of January, and um, I think in addition to that, we pretty much cut mm-hmm. out all sugars too. So yeah. you know, you're going to see benefits from yeah. that. Yep. So. Yeah. That's that's the surprising part from wine. It's just the, the yeah, dose sugar. of sugar you get out of it. Too. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, beers being maltose, that's already a simple carb. So you might as well yep. just be sitting there eating white bread. I mean, really, it's just, yep. you know, simple, simple so carbs. Good. White bread. Right. We get long on this one. Let's, let's run through a few more. Let's wrap off a white few bread. more. Matt, what else you got? You know what's killing me? Making these damn YouTube videos. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I spend... Other hobbies, then. I spend a stupid amount of time making those videos. But they are so awesome. Wow. They are. Yeah, but are they worth, you know, the they, hours that I put into Do they make you them? happy, Matt? They do. I they do. do love them. Some of them. <laughs> I love some of them. But you could go to one every other week. And uh, I don't think anybody would like, bang the, you know, no, I'm, get that I'm, I'm happy that I'm doing one per week. I would prefer to do two or three a week. I yeah. love, Because I, mean, I have backlog of things that I want to make. Yeah. And it's getting really bad because stuff that I really need to get out the door. Here's the thing yeah. that cracks so. me up. you got to be so efficient with that, you, because... I, I watch other YouTubers and they're like, oh, it's so stressful for me to get one video out a week. Not saying that it's that much time, but they don't have the job that you have. Yeah, and I'm like, true. how are these guys struggling to get one video? Matt has a family, trains, has a job, and still gets one of these out a week. I, I see other... so. He doesn't have any friends, though. I have, That's I have true. no friends. That's true. And my, grand, true. my grandkids hate my me. My grandkids <laughs> take too much time. Uh, no, I think the... You gotta babysit the grandkids. The, the thing is, is that YouTube rewards more volume of videos yeah even compared to quality i think so it would be nice to put out at least two videos a week so i think you're someday i think you're waving the banner for like you know when hip-hop became really commercialized but there was still like a core of hip-hop that was like we're keeping we're keeping it real we're keeping it real i think matt is still keeping youtube real it's like Uh, matt does not put a single crap video out there's not that's not single no that's no (laughs) i'm genuine trust me i follow the youtubers and they put up a video i'm like why did that even make the internet like that was you talking at a microphone for 15 minutes and nobody cares like that's 95 percent of my stuff that is not true every one of your videos i watched i was like there was an awesome at least five second bit in each one i was like there was some effort put in there evan give us another one okay i think life events as in so when when we're talking about big i'm gonna use lance as the example here a 50 week block and let's say you've got a once in a lifetime trip to canada with your wife for two and a half weeks where you're gonna be hiking in the woods boom takes out intervals god forbid uh funerals got travel for a funeral yep. there's it's i feel like there's a holiday every holiday, t- every yes. other day i'm oh, like what I, it's i i plan so when i go home to ohio for christmas i yeah. stress about sitting there being like oh, i still gotta get i mean we're like four months from racing at that point i'm like oh i still gotta get the training and gotta get the training in in the middle of my build-up for training camp mm-hmm. um and it's stupid that i had to build up for training camp was this I when did, you went on the cruise no i didn't go on a cruise but i had to I had to drive to um, Orlando and yep. back. Yeah, and on the way true. there, I had time to, to train. Mm-hmm. On the way back, nada. Yep. Nothing. It was me and my daughters at driving cars. Out of that. Yeah, so yeah. I just I just said, yeah. screw it. I'm just not going to train. Either. I, I got to do this. Even little yeah. things, I'm sure you run with your high schoolers, wisdom teeth getting pulled. Oh, yeah. Random like little high school yep. things going on. You broke up with your girlfriend and you're 16. That's a yep. big life event. Sure. Got to take a week <laughs> off and stay in bed all day. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> 
the greatest. Lance. <laughs> I was about to make it a greatest uh, joke. <laughs> the next so big good. thing so that affects good. training plans for me, injuries. Yeah. 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 And it can be big injuries like uh, Jake has and has been dealing with for almost friggin' two yeah. years. It could be mm-hmm. something like where I broke my hip. I said that in quotation marks because that yeah, really Well, mine would be even broke. smaller. So yours is moderate. We'll go like Jake is big, yours is moderate, mine was small. <laughs> well, well and, and other things like like a saddle sore. That yeah. could screw up yeah, your yeah. training program or any training. You might have to take a week or two off. Of sitting on a saddle just to let that thing heal enough so that you can. Uh, you guys ever had a saddle sore? Oh yeah, yeah. A lot I feel of times. lucky. I feel like I've only had like one bad one, and it was right before STP, and I was oh. like, I might not be able to do this thing. Yeah, but it worked out. I was fine. I've never had a saddle sore, but I've definitely had issues in other parts of that region down there from uh, chafing. Yeah, <laughs> we should have a podcast where we delve into the details of this, but we'll we'll preface the podcast by saying like. You need a strong stomach to listen to this. Oh. Like, but this is something that so during the Lance documentary last night, when he was talking about cyclists being aware of testicular cancer and talking about that area, that's not an area that we talk about too much in cycling. Outside, yeah, just no. you just you don't want to talk like, about it. Saddle sore. Don't want to talk about it. Just yeah. saddle sore. How bad yeah. was it? Don't know. It was a saddle sore. But that could be something too. Uh, my disdain for training super early in the morning and procrastination are going to be two other things. Yeah, procrastination. Yeah, that's a good one. Putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, and the next thing you know, crap! I've got a, my only option now is to ride it, you know, from eight to nine o'clock at night on the trainer and yep. get pissed off and sit there and come up with some <laughs> stupid dad pun that uses your ride title. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I hired really Lance to write ones. for me. <laughs> Somebody asked me if Lance uh, was writing my ride titles for me. Now. That's right. <laughs> there was some That's bad a compliment. I need some help with mine. Mine are my ride titles are awful. That's just for my uh, my Swift rides though, just because yeah. I'm so like. Blech. sitting there on the trainer like what am yeah. I doing with my life got an hour to think about this title yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every interval I build another sentence into this title <laughs> oh what else anybody else Matt you got any more I don't have a ton more to say I mean I think all of us have kind of like um, at least briefly mentioned you know having family obligations which is hard to even think about as being like well that really got in the way of my training because how self-centered is that yeah. uh, but I think kids we've all had that thought especially yeah. kids I would say at Jake at our the kids who are our age yeah. is at they need help yeah and yeah. Uh, they you know I can't just leave them and go bike or you know whatever it is uh, I for me it's I feel more guilty not plugging into them and going out and riding than I do feeling upset about having to plug into them and then not being able to go out and do what I'm supposed to do yeah uh, I don't know yeah I Being, I, I feel like I need to be more present and, absolutely and, I'll yeah. g- I'll give you guys that but. Here's, here's just the other side of the coin. I'll play Matt's devil's advocate here for a second there for you, you guys. So but this is fun. defending both of you and Lance because Lance went through this time period when his children were young where you were still training for Ironmans and everything, yep. right? I think innately you're going to have that that guilt for not maybe being there for certain things all the time. And there's obviously a nice balance of that. But I grew up in a family where, you know, my dad was on sure. TDY military yep. all the time, uh, tour duty. So, like, my dad was gone working hard that entire time which I under I wish I would have understood that better at that age mm-hmm. and been more appreciative of the sacrifices he was making I was an idiot of a little 12 13 year old kid I was probably we were, we were all geniuses back then I oh I thought I knew about. everything at 13 I was yeah. like no no dad just doesn't want to be around here for this second because you know yeah. but he 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 had that and cycling so you know there there was time away my mom did everything she possibly could for us but trained a ton and did ultras during yeah, that time and cool. then developed and when I got into high school into Ironmans that to me was more important to look at and try to model than maybe if they had just 
been there when we're sitting on the couch on Sundays. Now, that's just my opinion when I was growing up, but I think me and my brother would both, you know, say watching them go through the commitment it took to do the things that they were doing was more important. So, you know, I think especially for Jake and Matt right now, like if I was looking at my dad when he crosses the Arizona Ironman finish line like you did sure. Matt, that would be a big moment as a kid to look at. My kids have already forgotten. <laughs> I'll remind them. <laughs> I'll remind them. How much pain you had to go through that day. <laughs> you know, I think I think those are still really important things for youth growing up. Sure. And no, I, I mean, yes, being there on the weekends is important, but if you're doing something, they can point and be like, that's something my dad did. Like, I want right. to do something like that. Or Kristen, when she's running marathons. Yeah. And no, it's it. awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's great. And I think Kristen and I both, you know, are, are down. We like that and we mm-hmm. enjoy the fact of our parenting yeah it's still one of those things where There's you know, not they still need help there, with yeah. their homework they yep. still need um you know they can't be left alone there's all these little things mm-hmm. where it's just like this this is higher priority than my yep. bike ride you know and right. so you just miss it yeah or whatever it is so yeah. that's how it goes yeah i i found during my life it was easier for me to train for big things before my kids were 10 years old yeah yeah when my kids were teenagers, there was well, they had like a million activities. There was to go to, right? more so stuff. To there do. was more things that I couldn't miss. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, Saturday, you know, games yep. and things like that. Yep. Yeah. I. Yeah. I'm just planning on my kid is turning ten in a couple weeks, so it's like we're beginning that phase. Yeah. So bring, it's gonna get worse before it gets better. Bring yourself back to your childhood. If I had a child and was riding a cross bike let's say circles around a soccer field and then running laps around so i could still see the game how embarrassed on a scale of one to i hate you dad would he be <laughs> that's a 12 that's a 12 that's out of 10 12. 12 12 out of 10 okay it depends on if you're wearing your, uh, lycra I've or thought not about, i've thought oh, about i'm just about, like, gonna do the, setting up the, the trainer suit. i'm just gonna do the, the tri-suit, tri-suit. Yeah. <laughs> like a trainer just could you, sit, have the trainer on the soccer field could you just come out there with me with my grandkids so i look cooler because he's like yeah. oh i know that matt legrand guy he's a famous youtuber so at least my yeah. dad's hanging out with him yeah. yeah. There's the wrong Matt Legrand, but yeah. Oh yeah, he'll be like, no, no, no that's not the cool one. Yeah, cool. <laughs> his, his friends will be like, no, no, that's not the right Matt Legrand. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else, guys? That's it. Nope. Nope. Podcast out. Podcast <laughs> done. <laughs> Taking away weeks for that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump into one last thing. Matt, go ahead and start us off. Posted a video last week on the YouTubes that uh, features the world famous Lance Hepler yes. and the mustache. I like that was not my favorite like <laughs> clip, but I was like, I got to sneak this in here, and uh, so that you you guys need to go watch. If you haven't seen it, you stop what you're doing right now, watch that video. It made me happy. It is comparing cycling computers for visibility. You know, not my best video, but uh, it's good information. It, it you know, spoiler if you want the spoiler, the Wahoo Element Bolt is good. It's got excellent contrast. Yep. Um, and I was glad that you took a look at it too and kind of confirmed because I don't want to have the bias of being like, well, you guys should do that. But it was, it was a little bit it better. Did, it did have better contrast. I will say that the um, 830 that you have, Lance, and the 530 that Jake has, those were excellent as well. Yep. Probably those were, you know, those two are the same screen. So those were the number two uh, as far as I think think of the lineup that we had i haven't been able to check the element room i think at least maybe in a year from now i'll do another test with a lot more computers and maybe some more data behind it like um i don't know we can get some specs on like uh how they look with polarized lenses on Ooh, i think that yeah. would be interesting yeah. there's some other things that people suggested so we'll yeah. do another one of those videos in the future even though it maybe is not the most popular video i still think it's a there's some good information there check it out i like it 
Go check, check, check it out it on out. the YouTube. YouTube.com slash I think. Evan, one last thing. Saturday. Doing 15K-ish with Forest Home. Anybody who wants to come and hang out for a little bit or climb with me for a small bit of time would be appreciated. It's a lot of climbing. Pass. I can't hang with you guys on one lap. <laughs> I think it'd be fun if you tried, though. <laughs> Mad. I'll come. I'll be Woo. there. Yeah. I mean, if the weather's okay and I don't have a bazillion other family things. The long, the long weather report looks good, but yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. It'll be fun. You got a wide window. I yeah. would have to. I need to do something where I like turn around early, ride with you guys for a little bit, and then turn around early and I don't know. Something. Yeah. We'll so I'm not going to descend fast. I'm not Lance. And yeah. I'm not going to go up the hills fast because I'm not Tonk. So. There we go. Right there in that happy medium. <laughs> <laughs> Just breaking the dead squirrel. Gotcha. Lance, one last thing. Um, I'm down a road bike this week. Hmm? Yeah. I, I hit, oh, a, I hit yeah. another rock. Yeah. What are you going to do? I feel like that's a pretty tough Why are you hitting you? so many rocks? Yeah, it's just not, it was like another baseball-sized rock. I just, like, just, didn't, okay. just didn't see Where it. Where are these large rocks? It was under an overpass, actually. Oh, it's a sneaky one. Yeah, yeah. I just I just didn't see it. I was Shadows. looking up ahead, and I just happened to drill it with my yeah. front oh. wheel, and it cracked my carbon did rim. Did you hear it Jeez. crack, or did it just sound like a bang? Like it, a, I, it was a loud bang. It was a loud bang, enough that I stopped. Yeah, But That's I stopped mostly bang. to... Like I didn't crash, thank goodness. Yeah, thank goodness. Because I wasn't going forty-two miles an hour. I was only doing like twenty-four or something like that. Yeah. But uh, I stopped because I thought I w- it was going to go flat. But I didn't lose any air. Didn't lose wow. my my tire didn't go flat. Tubeless stayed solid. But uh, I was looking at the rim and yeah, it cracked. So don't Dude. descend on that wheel. I know you already did, but don't do I it anymore. I did with you. I know. Actually. I have I have <laughs> video footage. You have of it. video of me descending. It's actually pretty yeah, good. It's probably you, the... uh, descending Germantown oh, as well. Geez. Yeah, I descended right. Germantown so, very fast so too. So stop descending on that broken wheel. I yeah. took it off the bike. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah, he probably rode another forty-five miles after that happened. So uh, we were only like it was like twenty. It was like fifty more miles. Yeah, it was, we were like fifteen miles in, yeah. and I cracked it, uh, and I still rode yeah. sixty-five miles that day. So. What can he do? Oh to, to, so this is a head wheel. Yeah. Do they have? Did you guys look into? Are there any replacement programs? Do they have any? Yeah, we already accident? used it. <laughs> we used it once already. <laughs> I, I, oh, well, we can use it again. But yeah. I'm going to reach out to them for a lance and we'll see, see what we can do. So you don't have to look happy like this guy has to be lying. Like no, he did not hit another rock. For this. <laughs> be in their frequent crasher program. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. Bummer. Bummer. You have some options though. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, my one last thing. You guys have your Everest attempt coming up. We do. Date on that again is? June. Tonk would know it oh, right it's after. Er, it's, it's earlier than I thought. I was thinking you had more it's, time. It's the last weekend in June. Um, okay. June 28th. I believe 27th because I believe we're looking at that Saturday. Yep. So my one last thing is support Jesse Tonkinson. Yes. He oh, has yeah. um, a, a cancer research fund that he's mm-hmm. looking to um, help continue to support through um, the OHSU. Yes, OHSU. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is there, is it's it a program he works on. It's actually, the GIST, yeah. or do, would you say GIST? GIST. GIST. Yeah. Okay. And do you know what GIST is? It's like a gastrointestinal stomach cancer yes, thing. But I believe so. Isn't yeah. it kind of awesome. like really specific to kids, though? It is. Yeah. Okay. Tonk, Tonk would be able to. Actually, we should really have Tonk on to talk before, about before it. this happens. We're going to have Tonk yeah, on. That'd yeah, be great for sure. But he yep. is using his Everest attempt as a means to raise funds for this, and I think Absolutely. that that is a, a very novel thing to do. Um, I totally one. 
100% will support him in that. And yep. maybe we can get Jesse on to talk about that. I think so. I think it'd be cool to bring Jesse on. And I think it'd be good for anybody who's going to come out and ride with us, support, do anything like that. Anybody on the dial team or my community back in Ohio as well. I was going to ask Tog. I'll post up all the links the links for that that's why well. i think keeping it focused around that that charity would be awesome because gotcha. it's very personal to to talk to and he does yep. work he's with been it. working on that for what like three or four years or i think so like yeah. yeah yeah thank yeah, you i think Tom. we should make like a carnival atmosphere out there we oh. need a carny leader we but... need a carny leader we need a ringleader who's gonna be our ringleader <laughs> but uh lance no. what <laughs> i'm thinking why like me? i'm thinking like music and drinks and food and just people out there yeah. making it fun making there's it fun. some good spots right the top there people can the park top's okay yeah yep Cool. And then one last thing for the show. Just wanted to say thank you again to all of our Patreons. Thank, yes. you. Um, thank you. We have Chris Hitchcock, Chris Surratt, the Hamness family, Dove Eric, the Wick family, Scott Troutman, Mark Radford, and Laura Anderson are our, our Patreons. And just wanted to give them a big shout out and say thank you, thank you, thank you. And if anybody thank is you. interested in uh, jumping on board, becoming a Patreon as well, mm-hmm. go to dialpodcast.com. Hello, Dove from Ohio. Hi, Woo. Dove. <laughs> <laughs> and you can uh, sign up there. There's a couple different options. And um, we actually have Patreon options for like corporate sponsorship too. <coughs> Costco. <coughs> Costco. <laughs> so um, you, Kirkland. if anybody's interested in that, uh, feel free to ping that or, um, you know, you can email any of us, our first names, or just send it to info at dial podcast if you have questions. So thank you guys. Um, it was another fun week. Long. Sorry, we're in so long, but uh, getting, what else are you going to do, right? What are you going to do with your time? Just sitting around yeah. doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> None of us do anything anyway. We will be back next week with another podcast for you. Um, to all the guys sitting here at the table with me, thank you for your time. Yep. We will see you next week. Bye for now. Please not open your mouth anymore.